Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, what up? It's your boy C. Diddy. Oh, okay. I'm Matt Makes Me. No, Matt Kane. <laughs> Matt yeah. Doesn't Make Me Sick. Matt yeah. Makes Nobody Sick. Last week we switched names. Yeah, we did. People are like, y'all switch names. That's hilarious. I'm like, it's right there in front of you. It's- so you ever honest. have anybody like walk up to you and call you your name? Yes. Is it not weird? <laughs> People call me plus all the time. <laughs> it's not strange. <laughs> I'm like, that's an acronym. It stands for something. Why are you calling me this? Oh, I, I, I just I, go with I, it. Like, I'm not on some celebrity shit though. I'm talking about two to three people a week. Get on the bus. Yo, Matt makes me sick. I'd be like, like Ace, like Matt, <laughs> like, like Junior, Ace. <laughs> Like, that's how I be. Like, that shit drives me crazy. Like, you know you wasting breath and all that shit, saying all them extra words. Just say Matt. I somebody read like, oh, yeah, you, you, you do the podcast. You, mean, you and the boy, uh, what does she call you? Oh, my God. Plus C. No. Plus C-O. Plus, plus, she said, plus C-V, plus C-O, plus C-O. <laughs> she said, she got over, she was like, yeah, you and the boy, plus C-O be funny as shit. And I'm like. Who the fuck is Plusio? <laughs> I'm like, what? Plusio. Plusio. I'm like, no, yo, that's plus is for people like us. I was, I was like breaking this shit right. down. We had the green light, and I'm just sitting there like, yo, don't say that shit no more. People look at my, my poster all the time and ask, who is C. Diddy? That's hilarious. Yo, it, it's weird as shit. Like, people really, really call you your at name. And you know, y'all promoters, I, somebody the other day. It might have been, it was either you or Rob. One of y'all was posting a bunch of flyers for, for like, birthday parties. Yeah. And I'm just like, there really don't be, like, regular names on birthday parties no more. Like, it's no. at names. Yeah, social media yeah. identification. Wh- which one of y'all had Deuce at your joint? Me. That was you. Mm. Hey, I saw the joint. It was like, you know, birthday party for D-Block Deuce. And I'm just like, it's really at names now yeah. on, on, on flyers and shit. Like, that's really, it's going to be at names on obituary sooner <laughs> or later. Real shit. It's fucking crazy. But he was a great man. He posted for a funny uh, meme post a week in love rem- <laughs> in loving memory of Keep the Burner Two One Five. Real shit. It's gonna be straight at names on obituary sooner or later. Remembering all smoke two six seven. Yo, it's it's crazy though because people really don't remember you or don't even know you. Like you'd be like, yo, you know Greg? What Greg? You like Greg, Greg Johnson? G money underscore twenty second street. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. G money underscore got a lot of hoes. <laughs> Shit is crazy. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. That nigga was fucking my bitch last year, man. <laughs> that ass nigga. Damn, he smoked him. Shit, crazy. Let me call my bitch. If there is a G money <laughs> underscore twenty second street, you know, stay safe. I'm not trying to put that in the air at all. That's enough foolishness going on right now in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but I don't know. What's going on? How was your week? Uh, week was cool. Um, I got a couple things accomplished. I finally finished the book I was reading, so I'm on to another one. Got you. Uh, I, yo, I finally watched Anchorman 2. Have you, yo, people <laughs> told me it wasn't funny, so I never watched it. I cut that shit on the other day. I'm talking about I was in, st- I, was, I literally slid off the couch two or three times. Like, I was in 
hysterical. You ever you seen it? Yeah, I remember fucking going Duh. to see Anchorman one. I'm in the movie theater with my with my two cousins or whatever, and I'm in there crying. Anchorman like, one was was. Retarded. I'm like standing up in the movie theater yelling. That like, Ron Burgundy character might be the funniest character dude, he's it's ever fucking done. Hilarious. And everybody's just looking at me like this uh, shit yo, is not funny, oh, and man. I'm just like y'all motherfuckers are stupid. Like this is the funniest shit I ever oh, seen in when, my when, life. When, not not to go into it deep, but when she <laughs> brought him to the to the family. The black family yeah. for dinner, and he started acting black, like talking like them to appease them. And the the dad is like, "Yo, uh, you know, you ain't gotta talk like that." Like, you know, he's like, "I see you've become quite popular at the network." He was like, "Well, you know how it is. You know, I go and I told that white devil boss, you got to pay me in paper. I'm bouncing my paper." They <laughs> <laughs> go, "What?" He said, "You got to pay me in paper." I was fucking dying. I was fucking rolling watching that shit the other day. But, um, yeah, I, I, I got a couple things accomplished. Uh, I shaved. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm chilling. I see you took the, uh, the drawer off. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. I looked in the mirror and I was like, you look like Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I look like the fake Kramer. What was the fake Kramer name? The other boy shit? In the, in the Seinfeld In show? Seinfeld. I can't remember his name, but I remember the episode where they switched. They, yeah. They, where Jerry was doing the pilot. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Though. I was like, I look like him. You know, he was, what's crazy is when I watched the, uh, like the doc, the, uh, DVD from Seinfeld, yeah. he was supposed to be Seinfeld. I mean, he was supposed to be, uh, Kramer, Kramer in the actual show and shit. And they brought him back to be the fake Kramer and shit. Yeah. I had to, I had to, uh, I had to do away with the hair. It was too fucking much. I was like, we had a good run while it lasted. I went two weeks without getting my hair cut. That shit was growing like a weed. And I got like this weird white people hair. I was I watching Dion the other night and, uh, so his hair is getting darker by the week, yo. And I was sitting, I'm like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you if, if, if I get the opportunity. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try to you know what I'm saying like see what's up yeah, Jordan on the Wizards <laughs> I'm gonna go back out there if I can you know what I'm saying if I get a team want to give me a veteran contract I'm gonna go ahead the fuck out there but it's like yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having hair again so whatever the fuck Dion is doing I wouldn't mind seeing it I was yeah. looking at old photos the other day and I'm just like damn it's like looking Life at history your, it's like looking at your old trophies from when he was nice <laughs> that shit is crazy. And the problem with me is I'm like, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I'm like, yo, like, I'm getting older, and my hair is, like, getting thicker. I'm like, all of my friends are, like, losing their hair or lost it already. I'm like, and that's hilarious, but it's not hilarious. I'm like, but I'm getting older, and this shit is getting thicker, and I just got to do something with this fucking It's hair. weird, though, because my beard grows at a rat. If I cut this shit off in a week, it's back in right. It's retarded. It just grows out of this world, but my hair just... On my head just doesn't... Right. It's not with us. You know what I'm saying? Some There's some type of... Uh, Disconnect, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That shit just doesn't grow. It's different no follicles, yeah. It's a different follicle base. My girl showed me a picture the other day. She had in her phone, like she was going through old pictures, and uh, she had a picture from like 14. And she's like, "Remember this when you was uh, holding on to your little bit of hair?" I'm like, "I was already bald. I just didn't shave that week. <laughs> like, that's why that shit don't look like. That's why it looked like that. I was bald in 13, baby. That's 14. Like, yeah, that shit is crazy, man." But we got a lot of hot button issues this week. Oh, man. Listen, the world is on fire practically like right now. And then it was like shit was like breaking like as we on our way to the studio. I'm happy that for once it's like we don't got to deal with Trump. 
Yeah. We like nothing with he's him. He's chilling actually. He I don't know where he is, but he's on <laughs> Probably he's, on another vacation. Yeah, he's on lax this week. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else was wilding. Yeah. But it's it's crazy out here, man. I was thinking that driving in, I'm like, yo, we really don't all these issues ain't none of this shit Trump like for once. Like not even like semi not even semi interconnected. Would you say just? Oh, he's in China. Yeah, he said when when the uh when the shooting happened, he was like, I'm mon- I'm monitor- I'm monitoring it from China. That's what he tweeted. What? <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means, but that is my line? That's what he tweeted. He tweeted I got exclusive intel with, about, about he, what's he going said, on. He here. said, uh, rest <laughs> in peace to all the people who got killed in I forgot what it is, something springs in Texas. Yeah. He's like, I'm in China. I'm in China, but I'll be monitoring the Closely situation. monitoring it from the golf course. Yeah. Um I'm on hole eleven right now. They got Wi Fi at the Hyatt. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The world is a lot smaller than y'all think, when, <laughs> you know. But don't call me, I'll call you. I heard the greatest, you know when you drive the bus, and you don't drive the bus, but out, you've ever been on the bus? Like, I yeah, go down, hell yeah. I got to go downtown. My for grandfather like, got so used to drive the bus. I used okay. to ride the bus from all the time. When I, I, I got to go down for jury duty other, uh, on, a, I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday, one of them days, but I'm dreading it because I got to get on the bus. Yeah. And it's like, the conversations you hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just so ignorant. So you just Cardi B has way more money than Oprah. <laughs> you like the shit you hear. I told that nut ass bitch you can't borrow my dildo because the last time I let you hold it, it came back with some funny smell on it. She ain't even sanitizing. <laughs> it's real though. The conversations you hear just be nuts. I heard the wildest. The earth is flat <laughs> argument going on the other day. It was so funny. I swear to God, I was driving slow <laughs> to not get to the stop because I was up there rolling. And I mean, these two niggas was really going at it. Like, I don't, I, it has to be flat. If it's round, you're going to fall off the motherfucker. And they really going back and forth. I'm like, oh, this is the stupidest shit I ever heard. But this shit is hilarious right now. Yo. That shit fucked me up oh, the other day. Yeah. You just made me think about it when you said that <laughs> shit. They was really going back and forth about that the earth being flat and the earth being round. That's funny as shit, man. Speaking of jury duty, Obama had to go to jury duty. Did, the did other you watch day. the video? No. Obama, the flyest nigga ever. He yeah, walks into jury guy. duty. <laughs> he got Secret Service with him. You know, he suited and booted because he Obama and shit. He shook everybody hand in the, in the motherfucker <laughs> took selfies with motherfuckers somebody was in there was just happened to be reading his book he said oh now you know you get an autograph took the book <laughs> and bung out of- <laughs> yo Obama lost his shit for that yeah. hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So he was, that was dope. I'm talking about everybody in that motherfucker. He was walking around. 
Just on you, just that people person yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? He like a good OJ. <laughs> like that shit just is there. You know what I mean? It was a it was a dope video. I watched it yesterday. I was reading some OJ got kicked out of something. It's OJ. <laughs> he got kicked out of some hotel or some shit. Some that was a resort. He's, an- all, and he's already banned from the state of Florida. They, we don't want you. That's why he's staying in his mansion. On Anchorman too. You know the movie is like taking place in the seventies. Yeah. Remember when they got kicked off of the air and he was like, "So Brian, what are you gonna do?" He's like, "Going back out west, man. Get with my guys. I got some good friends out there. OJ, Robert Blake. You know, we go out cruising for chicks. You know, call ourselves the Lady Killers." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lady, yeah, the lady killers. But yeah, OJ's always in some shit. You see what he thought about uh, Bruce Jenner? I sent it to y'all. Did I? Because Caitlyn Jenner, well, is you know they're the same person. Yeah, Ka- yeah, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner was like, um, like critical of him or something, and OJ was like, I don't know who Caitlyn Jenner is. I've never met that person. I only met Bruce few times he's like i don't know he's living his life as a woman you know hey listen women live longer yeah he might be on to something i'm like yo oj i'm like yo we didn't get oj a reality show or a twitter man like oj needs to be being followed 24 hours a day seven days a week for multiple reasons all day specifically for our entertainment and to the prevention of mass murder of white women yeah crazy oj's funny as shit for that so the biggest shit going on right now, at least in Philadelphia, and a, and a, it's a big internet topic. Uh, Meek got sent to jail this week, two to four years upstate for parole violations. Um, the violations essentially included a case that he had in St. Louis that got dismissed for a fight at the airport, um, a situation in New York where he got arrested, and then the case again got dismissed for uh wheeling a dirt bike in fucking Harlem or whatever. And the, in the situation, the cop literally walked up to a pack of kids and said, hey, ain't you Meek Mill? You're arrested. So it's like the Little Wayne shit, like, all over again or what have you. And he went into court on Monday to see his back judge, Judge Brinkley or whatever, and he was remanded, um, remanded to the possession of the court. He was hit with two to four years for these quote-unquote violations, and she specifically cited a missed... Um, a missed travel obligation that he allegedly did not clear with her that the DA and the PO both showed her an email saying, no judge, not only did you see it and you were aware of it, you, you approved were, yeah. it. What the fuck are you talking about? Y'all niggas is lying. This nigga's going to jail. So basically now it's become like a national incident. Um, as a lot of people, I guess, found out this week, Meek is managed by Jay-Z's company, Rock Nation, so he's made a whole, like, international incident out of it. How did people not know that? People are fucking retarded. He's been with Jay-Z for, like, five or six years. He's, like, Rock Nation's, like, biggest thing. (laughs) Other than Beyonce. I was going to... Ain't... What's his name over there? Uh, Sean's over there. Big Sean and uh, Jermaine. Ain't he over there? Cole. Oh, Cole's over there. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, Cole, that's not his management though. He's signed to their label arm. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, all right, yeah, there you go. I'm um, saying, Cole's and they administer his publishing. The I think. Yeah, exactly. So apparently, a lot of people weren't aware of this, and they've just now found out. But Jay Z wrote a character letter to the court, and off of that, they his Jay, his lawyer Jay Ross. The minority owner for the Sixers who came as a character witness. Everybody thought this is like a formality. He's going to go home in five minutes. And he ends up getting two to four fucking years. So it's just like a whole weird-ass situation. Jay wrote a Facebook post about it saying that he felt like the verdict was heavy-handed and unjust. And he's going to do what he can to fight it on his end. Um, the lawyer is literally t- taking it to the 
people to the media and shit. He did an interview with Angie Martinez. Did you see Jay on stage last night? Jay on stage in Phoenix last night spoke about yeah. it. And it's just like, it's like a whole clusterfuck of a situation. And it's like, it's a lot of different things at stake here. So I'll just kind of open it up by asking you just your, knowing everything that you know, basically from, what the fuck year was that? 2005 to now? What do you think about this whole shit? I I told my girl the other day, I'm like, yo, Meek is in trouble for some shit that happened before I started that something. I've been there for like long. I, like, right. I didn't have no gray hair. Right. Like, it, it's going on for so long, and it's this is the court system. This yeah. is this is the reason that Colin Kaepernick took a knee. This is the reason you got people like Sean King and you know Sister Heather who lost her life down there getting run over by the car. This is why you got all these type things and all these type people moving around and working because it's bullshit. Yes. Now at the end of the day, I've been critical of Meek. I know I have. Because I feel like he makes idiotic decisions. He keeps people around him that he just doesn't need to keep around him. A lot of shit I see him do, it's like, dog, you had the opportunity to watch what happened with Will Smith when he first fucked up all his money. You had the opportunity to watch what happened with AI, watch what happened with Beans. Like You got the opportunity to watch it and and be right up under the shit. There's no, like, Meek's name has been attached to so much silly shit in the last couple years that it's just like... Every time you look up, it's a new incident, a new yeah. and he said it his own self on uh I think it's nineteen forty two flows like even if I ain't do it, they'd be like, You did it. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. You well aware of it. You you know this. Yeah. So that's where it's like you kinda gotta look at the folks around. Like it's cool for Jay to get on stage and cool for Jay to write a letter and shit, but it's just like if Jay is doing this, that means Jay is in your ear. He has to be. Yeah. Or or it's just a facade. Yeah. Which means it's one of two things. Either you're not listening or these people ain't really playing it to you straight the way they should be. Someone has to sit him down eventually like, yo, listen, you just need to go incident free. Like, fuck the riding the bike shit. You a bike rider, whatever. That's what y'all do. That's the culture. They do it here all goddamn day. It just is what it is. But the fight at the airport over some silly shit, that can't happen. There's no reason for that lockup to happen. That's just dumb. That just doesn't need to happen. Now, again, the shit with the bike... They was just clearly picking on him. It was just clearly, yeah. he's riding a bike. They made it seem like he was out there like a fucking evil Knievel. Right. The nigga was with 40 Harlem right. niggas riding bikes. And they the next day show up like, yeah, we watched the video on YouTube. Look like you was in the video. Come with us. Yeah. It's just like, wait, what? That's just silly as shit. So it's like, yo, they're clearly picking on him. His judge is a dickhead. Let's just keep it a yeah. B. His prior PO was a dickhead. His prior PO was a clown. I'm not going to say his lawyer's a nut because I, I think the lawyer has sense, but it's just like, yo, at what point do you, like, try to get another judge or try to get some type of situation? Well, allegedly they've tried to, but that was the the talk. But then when he talked to Angie Martinez, he said, well, we were hoping to resolve things behind closed doors, and a recusal motion was the last thing that we were going to do. So it basically shows us that they never moved to remove the judge at no point mm-hmm. in the last 12 fucking years or whatever that this shit been going on. It's just – and and where I'm at is, like I said, I'm, I'm partial. I, you know, I can see good and bad 50-50 to every situation. They, The judge is clearly on some shit with it. Yeah. Clearly. It's an abuse of power. It's just no way around it. You could not like me. You could fuck with me. All the bullshit you want to say and do – the judge is on some other shit. It's just no way around it. There's no reason or for him to be in jail. 
I feel like something's going to happen and he's going to get the fuck out of yeah. the situation. When you get out of the situation, how about we just do no more roll-ons? Let's start with that. Let's start with the basics. Let's chalk that. Let's, let's chalk take that, that out of the arsenal. Let, let's lead those <laughs> Safari, along. Fresh Montana, Beans it's all good. Beans got beat up, the fucking the kid at the airport. All that shit, let's leave all of them alone. How about we just rap and make music yeah. and get the money? And I feel like that's where like people's frustration comes into play when it comes to him. Because it's just like, yo... You got an opportunity that like no one has. Yeah. Like like seasoned vets didn't have that. Ti, Swiss Beats, Ross, Jay Z, Drake, Khaled, French, all them in your corner. Puff, all them in your corner and at your disposal. Yeah. Nikki, everybody, nigga, really had everybody who was anybody in music, and slowly just started <clears throat> alienating everybody. So I I feel like it's more so frustration from folks when it come to him. Yeah. But. The whole situation itself, it if you can't see the the BS, the the bullshit, yeah. you got blinders on. There's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna say this because people are weird. Nikki, that tweet with the drunk drop the soap, it's from years ago. Mad old. <laughs> it's from no one can like. I've seen people really replying to it like, "You a nut ass bitch for that?" Da, 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 da. Like you you ain't allowed in Philly. No, I'm just like, oh. what are you, number one, what are y'all gonna do? <laughs> like. It's a certain Mm-mm. shit. It's like the whole shit, like when Drake was coming here, and they like, we're going to fuck Drake up. No, you're not. Yeah. He has the secret service around him. Like, once you get over, like, an $80, 100000000 million threshold, nobody can touch you if you don't want to be touched. Nigga said, we're going to press Drake. I'm like, what y'all doing, laundry? <laughs> like, and then oh, what? Y'all going to go get the man clothes? Like, y'all tripping. So that was a weird moment. <laughs> that was a weird yeah, moment. That was- Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The weirdest shit of the week, boy. I swear. We on the other side of the gate, and this nigga's got the police with him. He's worth $120 million. No, we trying to roll on him, and he not coming over here. He's not. He, we inviting him to violence, and he won't come over here. He's not with the fuck shit. Yo. It's okay, guys. It's okay. My whole situation with the shit is this. There's a such thing as being a criminal, and there's a such thing as being a nuisance. Yeah. Meek is a fucking nuisance to himself and to everybody he comes in contact with. He's a fucking nuisance. However, in the last couple of instances, the things that he did are not criminal right. instances. Hey, Kid at the airport, yo, everybody come through, take pictures with me, blah, blah, can I get a picture? No, youngin', I'm running late, I'm trying to catch a flight, I ain't gonna be able to do it. Well, fuck you then, pussy. He got the beats put to him. Like, it's like, that's no, verbal no, abuse. No, but here's the thing, it's not even that he's not criminal, he's not even in it. Right. Beans <laughs> got beat up, he wasn't in it. French got beat up, he was he on stage. He wasn't on stage. What was the other incident he had? Uh, Safari, he was getting out the truck. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't in none of the shit. But if you didn't do it, they're going to be like, you did it. Yeah. You know this. And that goes into the plan where you at and yeah. who's around. So my thing is, looking at, at all of the facts of the case, it's like, hey, case in St. Louis got dismissed, but you initially got charged. Case in New York got dismissed, but you initially got charged. You're a fucking dickhead. I'm going to give you 60 to 90 days in jail. I'm going to send you back to the House of Corrections so you can get your fucking mind right and stop being in dickhead shit. I'm cool with that. 
two to four years. Yeah, that's true. It's like I know niggas on federal parole who got caught with burners. I, not, Who got I, 11 and a half to 23 I, I months. It, I said it the other day. Beans went to jail for a year and a day. You know why? He got caught with a pistol. He was on parole. T.I., a 19-time felon, yeah. got caught with enough guns to take down a small militia. Yeah. He got a year and a day in jail. He got 10,000 hours of supervised community service, and he had to walk off like four or five years. The nuttiest shit was they said the judge showed up at Meek's community, community service. service. Like, hey, nigga, I told you to feed the homeless. Why you folding clothes for the homeless? Like, I, they need a clothes folded. <laughs> the person in charge sent me over here. Yeah, crazy, man. Well, you need to get back on the soup line, nigga. <laughs> All right, real quick. Fuck you up out here. Real quick, because I'm having trouble. Is this shit about the boys, the men thing true? That's what the lawyer said. It was in, like, the Billboard.com story and a bunch of other publications. Because I've read it on a couple different yeah, joints. It said and allegedly, like, like it, was in the, it was in a private moment in the judge's chamber. And this was, like, last when he got hit with the uh, other bio right. or whatever. And it, she was like, yeah, uh, you know that boys, the men song on Bended Knee? I want you since you like putting my name in songs. I want you to redo that song as a tribute to me and shout me out by name. And they said him and Nicki Minaj looked at each other and laughed. And she was like, "I'm not, I'm not playing. Like I'm dead serious." <laughs> <laughs> I what was I don't like. You ever heard on Bend Me? Yes, man. It's a love song. What the fuck was Meek Mill? <laughs> what was Meek supposed to like? I don't even understand the flip. Like. On Ben Denis, like asking her, oh, because On Ben Denis was asking for, for the bitch to take you back. Yeah. Asking Please, for like, judge, oh, forgive me. Okay. I'm down on Ben Denis. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So it's like the 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 facts, oh, the man. alleged facts of this case are so absurd that they almost have to be true. So right now, I'm siding with Takapina, which is his lawyer, yeah. and saying, like, yo. This is some crazy shit. If any of this, if if half of it is true. If any of it is if true. If any of it is true, this is fucking absurd. This is like straight, like Chuck Rhodes on billion yeah. shit. Like, you just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Jesus. You just showing up places, threatening motherfuckers, hiring private investigators. Yeah. Like, it's just whatever. Like, fuck it. Like, yo, you remember that song by Aini Kamozi called Hot Stepper? <laughs> I want you to remake that. Like, What? <laughs> and then what, Judge? <laughs> and then the what? That's cr- I, I'm, I'm reading it. I'm like, like what's she going to ask for part of his publishing next? Like, yeah, and you're going to give me 20 They said that she wanted him to sign with somebody. So, she wanted him allegedly to leave his management company. And Which is the best management company in like, the world, like Craig. Real shit, yeah. In the world. They represent <laughs> fucking in the world, Robinson Craig. Cano yeah. and Kevin Durant. I was going to say KD over there. Kevin, yeah. De- Beyonce, Rihanna. Jay Z, Big Sean, J. Cole, like Joe Gotti, you name them. Leave them. Leave the niggas that just got you X amount of million from Puma and from Monster Monster Headphones and Monster Energy Drink. Leave them and sign with my man from down to P because he's having a hard time (laughs) and he can really use the proceeds from your fucking management splits. He could really use that. Yeah. And take him on tour with you. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z and, is not the way to go. And crazy, I, I looked her up the other night. She black. And it's just like. Yes. 
Because I, I, when, I st- when I read the boys and men shit and she wanted him to sign with somebody, she know I'm like, all right, there's no way this is a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, you going to sign with my cousin, yeah, by no, the way. No, you're going to sign with my Uncle Frank because <laughs> he's going to get you right. I'm like, there's no way this is a like, white woman. Like, you know, woman. Uh, Billy Graham sound in Philadelphia? <laughs> you're going to sign with him. You, know you ever heard of Hall of Notes, nigga? <laughs> and my folks. Yeah, no. Like, you're going to sign and you're going to like it, too. Yeah, I, when I read that, I'm like, it's, she got to be black. This I looked shit is, her up. It's absurd. I'm just like, it's no way this shit is true. It's just it can't be. If any of it is true, she's done. If if they walked in the chambers and the judge was like, yo, boys the men is better than Jodeci, and they started arguing, <laughs> she's I'm sending you back to jail. If that <laughs> happened, that's drawling. Let alone you going to remake my favorite boys the men song. That's just bonkers, yo. Yeah, Nate's a good friend of mine, and uh, he can use the publishing splits that's <laughs> for you remaking this record. It's just wild that your probation can just keep getting extended yeah. like that, too. That's- and here's the thing. That's what a lot of people are not talking about. When he got hit, when he took that six-month hit and went to House of Corrections, they tacked on six years of probation then. Yeah. The probation was supposed to end in 2013. At that point, it was already 2015. So what does that tell you? She had already extended it to who knows yeah. when. And then hitting with another six-year addition. And then the underrated part people are not talking about. This sentence now is two to four, followed by five years supervised parole. That's insane, man. It's just like, how long do I have to fucking be a prisoner of this state for something that happened when I was 18, 19 years old? And for those of you that know the surroundings of the case, the whole case is based off of he pulled a gun on a cop who was acting like a street nigga. Yeah. The same shit that happened to Shady and them, like you, they, they in the club, whatever, whatever, you acting tough and they fucked them cops up. It's the same scenario except he was on the street. You bitch ass nigga, da, 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 he pulled a gun on him. Oh, you got the right one today. I'm the police. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Yeah. You, you called me a bitch ass nigga. You called me a bitch ass nigga. And you got trees. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How was I supposed to know you the police? They fucked him up. We've all seen the famous mugshot picture. He went to jail initially. He'd been back and forth to court about it since then. He'd been violated on different occasions here and there. Part of the reason why his T.I. deal got fucked up was because he got violated. Mm-hmm. Then T.I. got violated. I was explaining that to my girl. Then T.I. got violated. Then he got his shit together. He got with Ross, whatever. He was on a straight and narrow for a long time. And then just in the last, like, four or five years, for whatever reason, like, he didn't try to move. They shot that shit down. At some point, the fucking P.O. was wilding. They got her off the case. He had another uh, P.O. supervisor who was like, no, like he a, he an exemplary example of, you know, somebody that's trying to turn their life around. Da, 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 I fuck with him. The judge kicked him off the case. Oh, you on this nigga side? Well, you off the case, bitch. That's crazy. You don't agree with me? Oh, you off the case. This nigga's a dickhead. You off the case. And they saying that the, the, the guy that was the supervisor was like, allegedly, he one of the best P.O. supervisors in the state. And he got kicked off the case. So it's just like, yo, it's like one plus one is equal in tuna fish in this whole like yeah. fucking equation. And I just don't understand it. And I really feel bad for him because, again, he's a nuisance, but he's not a criminal. Yeah, I, I feel totally bad for him because it's, it's just like to watch him climb out of the fucking mud. Yes. Wins and Loss is his best album by far. Hands down. I listened, I was listening to it. I listened to it a lot. It's his best Been album. Been playing it all week. For, for him to... Come back and have success, not just drop, but have actual success. Get back on the road. Get back into the the spotlight. Get get it back. For him to get halted on some this shit, 
if he would have done something crazy, cool, whatever. Yeah, you know, ain't what you, not, you, do. Yeah, you can't take that away. But for you, for the, for her, the boys, the men track that shit is crazy. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> nah, that's not cool. The uh, the petition. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On change.org is up to 150,000 signatures now. Um, they're trying to get it to the governor's office or, or to whoever can, you know, that can do something. And it's just like, why do we got to go through all why, this? Well, like, that's, that's it's more so the tip I'm on. Why do we even, like, when, 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 you know, when Tamir Rice got killed, by the, like, why do we have to go into the streets and explain to the city how this is that up. this is fucked <laughs> up? Like, why do we have to explain this? But, but, but he had a toy gun, though. He was 12. <laughs> It's a toy. And, and, and it's crazy. It's like, I hate to be that boy that brings up old shit or brings up some other shit. But it's like, I really sit and I watch these white kids. I watched a judge say out of his own mouth to a white guy who raped a girl, I don't want to send him to jail because sending him to jail would ruin his life. He can't handle it. I, I heard it. Like, go on YouTube. A judge said that out of his mouth. Like, they see them white kids and they see themselves and them kids. They see themselves in Imperial. Yeah. It would ruin his life. But on the flip side, I send this nigga to jail for anything. It don't even got, it, yeah, it, you're a little fucking monkey and a criminal, and I, I'll give you 100 years. But the wildest part about all this, and this, I deal with this a lot at work. I deal with this just it all over. It don't even be white people doing it to us. It'd be us doing it to each other. Yep. This a black judge. Who just, you clearly have an issue with this young dude yeah. making all this money. Come, and it's crazy because it's like you watch Meek when he walk in the court. He really not being Meek. No. He, he in a whole not. He's, he's super humble. So, he, he got on like Oxford's. Like he, he's <laughs> super regular because he know he can't walk in there and be Meek. Yeah, with a hundred chains on and four <laughs> protects. You know what I'm saying? With the rose gold that costs 94. <laughs> he can't walk in there with that. It, it, like because... Because of the simple thing, it's like black people hate each other. Yeah. We hate seeing and I don't know why we like this. I'm not talking about me or you per se. Yeah. But as a culture, we're fucked up. And and it's just like black people hate especially that forty to forty five year old. Talk about it. Yo, listen, I deal with this shit on Talk another about level. It. That forty to forty five <laughs> year old black person, they hate seeing the twenty to thirty black person buy new shit and do things. When I started it, you should have. I remember my black DTS. Yo, you've been here 20, 25 days. How you get a brand new caddy? I'm like, all right, first off, I've been working hard since I was like an adult. <laughs> right. All right, second. This is not my first career. The 80s and crack addiction didn't ruin me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I don't have the same troubles and issues you do. You know what I'm saying? And it, that shit is real, though. Like, the that not the super old black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. The middle age. 40 to 50, they hate seeing young blacks buy shit. Why you buy them sneaks? What? I like them. They was, they was, they hot. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Like, it'd be so crazy with them. And you, you could see that shit rubbing off all through this fucking case. It's like, yeah. you don't like this young nigga. He's super successful. The shit you try can't hold him down. He play you every chance he get. Fuck my judge. Fuck my PO. They all weirdos. And you just like... 
I'm gonna risk my livelihood to fuck to this fuck nigga with around. this little yeah. nigga. That's just crazy to me. You mine for life, nigga. Because realistically, yeah. if any of this shit is like proven true, shorty gonna get disbarred. Yeah, for sure. You gonna be done. You gonna be writing a tell-all book soon. Real shit. That's gonna be only shot of. Here's why I did it <laughs> by Judge Man. Christine Brinkley. I was watching something, and I'm gonna I'm I'm put a nice, pretty bow on this shit. I was watching something. Um, Mayno has an interview series right now with Vlad on uh, Vlad TV yeah, or whatever, that. and he was talking about how he feels it's criminal to take a 16 or 17 year old teenager and give them 20, 30, 40 years in jail. He's like. You don't even have the fucking basic social skills of how to deal with people. You've yeah. never been on a date with a girl before. You've never been to the fucking movies. You don't know how to court a woman. You know what I'm saying? You went through puberty in jail a lot of times. He's like, you don't think that that's, that's criminal to turn around and he, he's 16 and then he get out of jail at 36 and he didn't experience none of that shit and you just took his whole life I, and threw it away and took it away from him? I watched a documentary uh, a couple weeks ago. Black guy, him and his friends, he was 13. They robbed this white lady, and he was like the wild young nigga in the neighborhood. And, like, you know, he was like, to me, I was like, I was the little guy, I was the young buck, but I was like, I'm the toughest. And he shot her in the face in the robbery on some uh, Quillas type shit. Yeah. Like, they didn't expect for it to be like a armed robbery, but he, you know, pulled the blinky out, bow, shot her in the face. They gave this nigga life. He was 13. And send him to a grown-up jail. It's yeah. like... Now what? <laughs> what? So, he in this motherfucker, and he, he like, I grew up in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I didn't know anything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mind you, I'm in the street when I'm 13, so my reading level and all of that shit is way be, be, behind. Yeah, you know? poor. But the white lady he shot, he saw her information. Like, he had... He was with his lawyer, and... Working on like appeals and shit. And yeah. he saw her information and he like took her phone number. He was like, I called her and to like apologize to her. And it says she answered from, she was like, I, 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 the phone rung and it's like, you have a collect call from. And he said his name and she like, this can't be serious. Right. They started talking, long story short, they became like the best of friends and she helped him get out of jail. Like she, yeah. petitioned and did all this shit yeah. with, and she got him out and now he's out, but you figure he was in there for, 17, 18 years and shit. So now he's like 30, I think he's like 39, 38, 39. Damn. And no, he was 30. He went in when he was 13, got out when he was 33. So he was in there 20 20 years. years. And now he's like 36, 37. And she works with him. She's like been working with him to get him to, you know, acclimate back. But you figure it's been a couple years, but he's still like, he weird as shit in the car. You figure when he went to jail, it was 92, 93. Right. And now he was a kid, so he never had seen what it was like to be behind the driver's wheel of a car. Right. And she, like, pressed the button. And he, like, what button? And she, like, the start button. And he, like, all right. Like, and he, like, Jones had keys. Yeah. He just remember his parents. And, shit. and I'm just, like, what if she died in that whole shooting? She don't get I – mean, he just yeah, in that. Done. You he know just- what I'm saying? But he was like, you know, uh, like crying, all grateful, like that he had a second chance in life, yeah. and now he like, he he like became a motivational speaker and works with the church, and he doing like real good or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, they'll really put you in jail. Yeah, with no remorse, baby. Like, like fuck you. Yeah, they send you right to adult jail. 
That uh, that Central Park Five I told you about, the one boy, he wasn't even in the, they was locking up his cousin. They was like, oh, you can come too. Yeah. And took him down. He wound up doing 11 years of Rikers as a 16. They're supposed to be closing Rikers, which is a fucking good thing. I think it was Spank the other day was saying it was like the worst jail he ever visited and shit. Like, I mean, this jail, so how many of them are like decent right. and shit? But he was like, yeah, it was, it was yeah, horrible. They're supposed to be closing Rikers. Yeah. Mano described it as a hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> All them documentaries I watch from New York jail, from Rikers, it just be like, you don't stand a chance. And, and if you're not from New York and you locked up in a, in, in a New York prison, you don't stand a chance. It's like being locked up around new faces and none of them fan. Like, that shit. That shit like being locked up abroad damn near you get locked up in New York City because the gang shit is out of control in jail. We got the best segues into next topic. You just said locked up abroad. You want to talk about dickheads? Oh, and, man. Uh, like, <laughs> I, you know, I... <laughs> Fucking LiAngelo Ball, uh, who's probably going to get disowned soon. Yeah. Um, and two of his other teammates have been arrested in China for shoplifting from the Louis Vuitton store, apparently. Um, my initial thoughts about this shit is uh, this is not big baller activity. No, yeah. No, <laughs> hell no. His father said it's, quote, no big deal. Apparently he knows some shit we don't know. LeVar ain't lied to me yet. <laughs> So LeVar saying ain't a big deal, cool, it ain't a big deal. And apparently these three jackasses are facing three to ten in a Chinese prison. Yeah. You're not trying to go to jail in China. At all. At all. No. This is like the stupidest shit ever. It's the dumbest shit ever. Your brother got 30 M's, guaranteed. Your father has a multi-million dollar company that he owns 100% of. LeVar just bought a 16,000 square square foot mansion. Yes. He buying motherfuckers cars left and right like... I don't even understand this. Yeah. Wire me three fifty so I can buy these fucking glasses. Like I, 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 I just it just doesn't make sense. It makes no fucking sense. I'm like Leangelo had and this again. You ain't do it. They're gonna be like you did it. That's just straight say Leangelo ball and two UCLA players. Right. You don't even know who the they other might be. Five star recruits for all we know, and only name in it is his. They might have stole the glasses and been like, <laughs> "Shut up, pussy! Don't say nothing." <laughs> they have put Leangelo right in it. This shit is nuts. But I say no, you bitch ass nigga. Dog. Leave you in China. Dog. It's just like, I. I... Some shit is just unconscionable. And it's crazy because you look at Lonzo last night, and I ain't going to say that it was affecting him because he hasn't had great games. Yeah. But it has to be on your mind like your little brother is in a Chinese jail right now. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Now. Like, right, right now. now. I, I... Ain't no one phone call in no Chinese prison. No. You think it's commissary look right of it? <laughs> Hell no. Steve Alfred, where the fuck is Leangelo and these two dickheads? Oh, yeah, coach, we forgot to tell you. They kind of got uh, detained yeah. at the Louis Vuitton store. At the Louis store. <laughs> like, what is wrong with y'all niggas? In man? China. Like, all right. Y'all it's go- a Louis store on every corner in Los Angeles. Y'all go to UCLA. That's what I was about to say. Y'all go to UCLA. <laughs> Steal the glasses from the one in LA. <laughs> you know, get booked. Come out in a day and yeah. get booked in Beverly Hills and be on Breakfast Club explaining <laughs> the shit. It's like I don't understand what made you go to China and want to steal some glasses. Silly shit, man. Silly shit. And over there, it, the 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 way they play is just so like we was just talking about. I don't want to get locked up in New York, let alone China. Oh fuck no! The Bulls stole a poster in Hong Kong. They straight killed him. Yeah. 
They slipped that nigga some cyanide and put his ass on the plane. That nigga came off the plane brain dead. Like, that shit is no yeah, joke. People over playing there. games. Like, DJ Esco got caught with a gra- less than a gram of weed yeah. in Dubai. 56 nights. Yeah. Thanks for the mixtape, but goddamn, yeah, I mean, I'm a, sorry. One Andy, of the greatest mixtapes ever. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? But it's fucked up. You see what I'm saying? It's just fucked up. Yeah, the, the, Leangelo Ball is definitely my y'all weird and dickhead of the dickhead of two. <laughs> it, it's what we you know October, November, Six, November. Oh shit, it's November now. How about it? So you got fifty five days. Somebody might catch him, but as of right now, Leangelo Ball is my dickhead of two thousand and seventeen. At the end of the year, when we do the uh, the realest awards for the year, the realest wrap up, <laughs> the realest dickhead. Like <laughs> already, that's my nomination for dickhead of the year is Leangelo Ball. It's like how you even get wrapped up in this stupid ass shit. I just I don't even want to spend no more time on it. I was I was pissed when I saw that. Um, now is where the, the show's probably gonna go left. <laughs> we uh, we had a lot of musical arguments going in the on. last week and a half. You you started most of them on Twitter. Well, I was a no. I saw certain shit, and I just I have a contrary opinion to a lot of things. I but always have a. Contrary I can opinion. defend my opinion with like fact-based things like not what i think like i can itemize shit that really happened and people are aggravated by that like they don't because it's like what do you mean this is what i mean and they're like you kind of got a good point like yeah you fuck around i got a good point because i'm not like i'm not hooked on the, I told you the greatest the greatest example of that ever i told you the nigga in my job straight was like yo Le- lebron passed the ball with the game on the line the finals dog jordan would have never done that and i'm like Jordan passed the ball to Kerr, and Kerr had a game winner in the finals. He was like, what the fuck that guy do with anything? I'm like, never mind, nigga. You just told me. Like, that's how irritating it'd be. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. You laughing. When you a secondary thinker and can go past the the what's in front of you and look deeper into shit, it's like... Having those arguments with people that can't. He's like, nope, I'm not it, doing just, this. It, and it's funny because I said the other day, I'm like, check this nigga out arguing and shit. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it just don't. Wait, you want to do the Kendrick shit first? You want to do the. I want to do the Migo shit first. Yo, you want to. Because that's. I figured that was like, okay, we'll do that. Go ahead. Let's do it. All right. So, the the two. The, 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 the biggest argument that I had this week was I had a tweet, and I basically, in the tweet, I'm paraphrasing. I said, Migos greater than sound, sign locks. I said, and if you talking about. Hit records, it's just embarrassing. Like, it's not even fucking close or whatever. And a um, bunch of people jumped in my mentions, fucking bloggers and motherfuckers from literally, like, all around the world was, like, in my mentions for three days about this shit. And I'm like, listen, the first thing is there's more than one criteria for how we judge an artist other than just, like, bars and just, like, rap shit and metaphors and punchlines. It's influence, it's ability, which includes your bars and your metaphors and all shit. Hit records, stay in power, sales. And it's like a a constantly evolving set of criteria that goes into this shit, but you don't have to be a great rapper to make a great song. And I don't think that enough people consider that when they you know, make these arguments. And I just think that there's a big nostalgia that's attached to the locks because they was with Puffy and with Biggie and with Mace and all that shit. And it makes people think that they're bigger than they are. And when in reality, they might be like the 11th best group of all time or some shit like that. Like it's not even like accomplishment wise. It's like absurd how far behind they are to all of their contemporaries. 
And then when you take a modern-day group like the Migos, people are like, well, you can't compare the two, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it's a three-man group. Um, you know, Migos have 18 songs on Billboard Hot 100 since 2013. The Locks have four. That's if you include the Benjamins because it doesn't register as a Locks feature because only two of them are on there or whatever. So it's like when you consider all of this shit and it's like people are like, well, the 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 Migos are in a streaming era. It's, it's uh, you know, streaming is, is an unfair advantage. They're not really physically selling these records, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, they got a song that sold 5 million copies. That's out right now, Bad and Bougie. They got a song. They have an album that's sold a million copies, Culture. With that, they're about 50-50 between physical sales and streaming sales, streaming equivalent sales. I said, but have y'all factored in the fact that the locks existed in an era that was a loaded ball era where record labels purchased albums? It's well documented. Leor Cohen, Jimmy Iovine, all of them have admitted to purchasing albums to stoke the demand and to make people buy more fucking materials. And it was in an era where literally anybody could come out and sell 225 to 250,000 the first week. Any fucking body. Like, me and Matt could have put an album out in 1999 and sold 250 the first week. Well, I used to write raps too. I never got a chance to lay any tracks down, <laughs> right. but I wish I could have. Had like if, if me and Matt was signed to Bad Boy in '99 and oh, we put sure. an album out, we were selling two twenty five the first week, guaranteed. Black Rob sold two million. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking I, I, two million of the album and of the single. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when you factor in all of this shit, it's like yo, it just skews the argument so much. And my whole issue with the locks is not so much that they don't have many hit records. The issue is that. Their contemporaries, their direct contemporaries, the people that come from their era, are some of the biggest stars we've ever seen in the history of hip-hop. DMX, Ja Rule, and Jay-Z. The locks are no more gutter, more street, got more street stripes than any of them three guys, but yet and still, all three of them found a way to figure it the fuck out and still do them, but still make hit records and still sell records. The locks never tried. They never gave a fuck to, to really... Go in and you know what I'm saying and bend a little bit. The furthest they did is like ride or die chick. Oh, we get a Timberland beat and put Eve on the hook, but that's like low hanging fruit. That's what's really immediately right in front of you. Jay Z did the did fucking Blue Streak soundtrack. Jay Z did fucking the Rough Riders soundtrack. He did fucking uh, Jigamite. He all these fucking different. He he literally outworked everybody, put himself in every market. Money ain't a thing. All these records. Fucking Ja Rule changed his whole style, grew his hair out, got fucking braids, start making chick records. They groomed, him and Irv groomed fucking Ashanti. Like, motherfuckers went outside their comfort zone and did different shit in order to make a lasting impact because once you get past the coop is gravy and the seats is mashed potatoes, what real content do the locks have? You want me to talk? I'm Because uh, I was letting you go. I'm on one. But, you know, whatever. You want my, my play? I want Matt's uh, one-two on this. Because once upon a time, Matt vehemently argued with me and Ra about Jadakiss. And then he's like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. Jadakiss per bar is the best rapper ever. Understand what I'm saying when I say this. Yes. I'm talking one about criteria, a single I'm criteria. talking about a 16 bar rep where it is one bar, two bar, three bar on its way to 16. There's no one who writes 16 bars better than Jadakiss. Yes. He's got the greatest opening line. You want to know why I invest in the haze and in the dope? Because right now I'm currently a slave for Interscope. Like, Jada has those. You know what I'm saying? He has those line, them one-liners. Uh... 
come through controlling the Porsche, haters shaking like Ali holding, holding the, the torch. torch. Like he has so many of those, it's not even funny. He never evolved past that. Though. Right. Sixteens, there's nobody better. I think. Like Jadakiss is what Fab and Lloyd Banks and the Cassidys and all of them aspire to be. Jaden, I'll wrap circles around these new Urkels. Jada wasn't lying when he said that. He will. There's nothing deeper. For me personally, if I want deeper, I go to Styles because I know Styles is just going to go to another level that none of them can touch. I tried to explain to somebody recently that I think as far as rapping, Beans is a way better rapper than all of them. Yeah. And that niggas was arguing with me. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not no, trying to be fun. And they're like, oh, you think Jada uh, diss track. I'm like, Jada's diss to Beans was immaculate. It was yeah. per- perfect. But Beans Beans did fill it in the air. Oh, Styles could have done it. Right. But Jada's not doing that. We're we're 20 years in, and we don't know shit about Jada. And that's what I mean. It's nothing below the surface. Yeah. And it's like you said with the low-hanging fruit shit. It's like, yeah, their, their thing became... We the streetest niggas out. We're going to rip apart all these mixtapes. We're going to drop these freestyles. Then when the album come out, we're going to get Sam Smith on the hook and a, a beat from Zay Tovin and boom, there we go. It's like, nah, it, it, it's, it's nothing past that. Yeah. When I look at the Locks versus Migos, the Locks are better rappers. They are. The Chic, Absolutely. Styles, Kiss, they're just way better rappers. As far as impact to the game, it's Migos. Because Migos, they got Drake rapping like them. Like every their flow is Drake, just Kendrick. so it's, it's 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 infectious. Exactly. Stay in power, of course. Is the, the locks is, but this is the thing. It's like the locks to me are like a group version of what Nas became. Like they have a core. Their core shows up to their concerts. Their core. Buys their albums, their core be ready to fight you on Twitter and Facebook and shit. <laughs> as far as Migos versus the Locks, of course Migos has way more hits. You know that's just not even close. It's it's, they're they're a hit making fucking crew. It's what they do. They're crossover at this point. You know what I'm saying? They've had a- actual anthems. We have a show called Migos for President. Yeah. They've had an a- <laughs> they've had actual anthems. It's our biggest show. Now with with that being said though, we are the streets. That's one of the albums that got me through high school. Absolutely. So it's like I look at the locks just in a different I – look, I look at them in a different way than I look at Migos. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I like cheesesteaks from the poppy store, and I like cheesesteaks from – Barclay Prime? Del, Del, <laughs> yeah, Dallas, I was going to say Dallas Angeles. I ain't a rich nigga, but all right. It's like they're both cool. I'll get them on either day. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like certain days I want this. So like real, real, realistically, the best album to me to come out of the locks camp – was Gangster and a Gentleman. I feel like that's the best body of work Absolutely. that came out. I agree. Be- because Jada, if you listen to his first album, Kiss the Gang Goodbye, and then you listen to The Last Kiss, they sound pretty much the same. A beat from Tim, a beat from Pharrell, a beat from this person, this person, this person, this person, and Fire 16s over Styles telling niggas how to kill him on the hook or whatever. You know, It's right. like the, the format is the same, and it never evolved. Yeah. Evolution is supposed to happen. Jay Z couldn't always rap like the Fushnikins and us be talking about he the greatest rapper ever. Exactly. Yet Biggie even, that, and that to me is what makes Biggie the best is the fact that you saw Biggie progress from the dirty Brooklyn nigga that be robbing and selling crack to Frank White. You saw it in two yeah. years. That progression was insane. Absolutely. And with the locks. There really was none. It's just hot. At, like, Styles is such a good rapper. Yeah. But it's like, if you listen to Styles on, 
what was their first big hit? Uh, Money, Power, Respect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, only time can tell how the clock tick. You know, I, uh, only time will tell how the clock tick. I'm really love here, but I'm still a hostage. Two personalities, check the pasta, uh, smoke on the mouth, clear out the mouth. I can't remember the line at the end. But if you listen to Styles on, what was the journey had with Rick Ross? Oh, BMF. No, on the mixtape. Keys to the crib you want. Keys to the crib. I got work from Argentina and Belize in the crib. Homie holding Nina could sneeze him a, f- a fifth. Knee deep in the coke game, trees in the fifth. Biggie on the stereo. Uh, seven digit flip, the scenario. Uh, that like that. That's how he raps on Money Power Respect. Right. It's like there really isn't an evolution to to them. It's great. It's great it's rap. The same shit. It's no way. It's, it's great the same rap. Shit for twenty years. So. Me personally, I'm I'm always gonna hold the locks in a higher standard just because I grew up listening to the dudes. Like you said, it's a it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, it's too, it's hard to have nostalgia feeling to some shit that came out this summer. Yeah, some shit. It's <laughs> just it's, it's borderline impossible. But everybody that was mad at you for what you said, I'm like, no, nah, he, he like I like see, it's just, y'all gotta read. You know what I'm saying? Because because <laughs> the man said that they got more hits and more of an impact on their generation. Which they do. Yes, they do. Styles and them didn't have an impact to where people was trying to look like Styles or look like Jadakiss. People were rapping like Jadakiss because that was honestly the way rap was presented. Like, you got to get your bars straight. Yeah. Look at how different things was once Outkast hit. And it was like, damn, who can make music like them? To where Dungeon Family and what was their producers? Organized Noise noise. became the thing to go to because it's like, damn, we want to sound like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we want something more than just beats and rounds. We want a worldly sound. We want something that's going to play in Tanzania and Look, fucking T- Brazil. T.I. said it best. They want to be like Shorty. Go get a beat from Toomp and try to sound like Shorty. Like, that shit is right. real. It's like when you got that impact on your generation, everyone wants to be like it. Everyone wants to sound like it. Everyone wants to be the next you. And Migos did that ten times over in this generation. So yeah. it's a good argument. It's going, You know what I'm saying? It's one of them joints. That spawned who are the greatest rap groups of all time. Yes. What do you got? It's hard to do a top five rap groups. There's so many good ones. I'm going to say this. Outkast, Wu-Tang, Public Enemy, to me, are like the three that I just, I look at them as just different than everybody else because they were like earth shattering. Like people don't even dig it. When Biggie, I mean, when uh, Puff and and Suge and Snoop and all them had all that bullshit out at the Source Awards, Dre got on the stage and was like, the South got something to say. All that bullshit. And (laughs) and sure enough, they took over hip-hop in the midst of these idiots fighting and killing each other. So it's like I just always looked at OutKast like they got four classic albums. They got AT Aliens, Equimini, Stankonia, Love Below, uh, Speaker Box. Those are better yeah. than whoever you can go get's catalog. For sure. And I know it's going to be motherfuckers like, oh, but you always say Dre ain't up there for the best rapper. He's not a solo rapper, so I don't put him up there yeah. with that. But as far as groups, there ain't motherfuckers out here who got better albums than them dudes. Correct. All it right. takes a nation of millions is the shit. Enter the, cha- enter the 36 Chambers is Ooh. the fucking truth. I love fucking Wu-Tang. I, to this day, I still play Cream like it just came out. Wu-Tang, Public Enemy, Outcasts are just they're I, I'm trying to think what uh, I never was a big Arrested Development fan. I never was a big Tribe fan. Uh, Rise a huge Tribe, tribe. got two uh, got two classics though. Uh, Benita Applebaum, all that shit was dope. I Rye was a huge Tribe fan. Yeah. I wasn't. Um, but it's those three, and then yeah. in the next tier, I got the Locks, 
you're gonna get mad. I got state property because those are my guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that second state property album is a classic. I think the first one is better. You think it's better? Who'd I know? That's some good shit. Oh my one. god. They fucked up. I lot came up fragile in there. What did what Spark say? Things <laughs> fucked that money up, man. God damn. Yeah, it, it fell apart on some bullshit. It fell apart on some bullshit. But State Property One was my shit, man. But who you got? I got Run DMC number one. I, I, it's crazy. I always look at Run DMC like they were just such a crossover success. I, they're like Michael Jackson. Like when you talk about best R and B singers, you always say Kells. So is it almost like not fair to put them in I, the it, 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 No, I just I just hold so much of Run DMC dear to me because of the swag, like and just how they was able to make big records in a time where. Rap was in his infancy, and you, niggas is still trying to figure out. But they just like real quick making you, these huge ass. What's crazy records. is the uh, the other day I watched a uh, thing on YouTube, and it the best rap song from every year. It was like voted on by all these people, yeah. and it's like the best rap song from every year from 1981 until 2017. So like 81 was the Treacherous Three, 82 was a. Uh, my John, Grandmaster Flash, yeah, the, uh, message. It's me- the message, and then eighty three was Curtis Blow, eighty four was, can't remember who eighty four was, eighty no eighty four was Run DMC with uh, Sucker MCs, one of them, one I can't even remember the song was eighty four, then eighty five was another Run DMC joint, <laughs> then eighty six was Rakim Ra- and in there, yeah. and eighty seven was Run DMC, and I'm like. All right, well, at least those that was, it was Walk This Way, and I'm like, all right, yeah. that's Run DMC's three big hits. They're out of here. 88 came on. It's getting tra- – it's tricky. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot all about that's that. That's what I was saying. Like, like, yeah, Run DMC has smashes, but smashes, I just – Smashes, I, I, I always look at them like they're just bigger than yeah. group hip-hop. You know what I I'm can, saying? I can feel it. But, so, I mean, they just – I always never – I never mention them. It's like mentioning Michael Jackson when you say best on It's just like when, when Jay-Z said, I invented swag, I said, first of all, that's a lie. Run invented swag. Yeah. Run was the first swagged out nigga ever. Run had twenty thousand people in the guard holding up Adidas, dog. Yeah. Like Run is the is the nigga. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hands down, no 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 doubt about it. But my my mine is Run DMC, uh, Woo, Outkast, Public Enemy, and the Public Enemy might be three, um, and the Clips. Yeah, yeah. The, and then the, I got a bunch of honorable mentions that kind of all go together. It, it's funny, but when the clips was a group, you know, I, I like Malice more than I like Pusha T. Malice was amazing, and and like motherfuckers couldn't understand that, and I'd be like, the way Malice talked, like it just sounded different. Like Pusha T was like to me, like he re- he really came off like the little brother yeah. in the raps, and I just always like Malice more. Their first album's a classic. Lord Willing was great. I mean, the second album got uh, double XL. What was the second one? Hell Have No Fury? Hmm. Second album got Double XL when Double XL meant something. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much depth in the lyrics. I don't know if I'm game. taking them over the locks. I'm taking them over the locks because I look at the whole Got It For Cheap mixtape series and Pusha took it to a rap titan, my favorite rapper of all time. He punished Wayne for a whole mixtape. Like, it was absurd. Like, Yeah, but Jada got so much. J- Jada and them got a back and forth freestyle over, we, you know, keeping <laughs> it gangster. Like, that joke was legendary. Like, Jada and them got so many, you know what I'm saying, like, joints. Yeah, it just. 
I don't know. That, it's a good argument, though. You got, I see you got UGK. You, I had U, I mean, UGK, I kind of throw like UGK, Naughty, uh, Tribe, all. Nor, Naughty's one that never gets any mention. Or shit. They another one, they was like a, almost like a modern day run DMC. They had big fucking genre spanning. You know what's one of my like, favorite moments as a kid? And it's funny because I told, I spoke to Kurt. Kurt was so annoyed. <laughs> He was at the basketball game. Shout out Curtis Brown. You know, Kurt does the movies and shit. I'm like, nah, listen, man. Me and Chad, I got an idea for a movie. I want to redo Who's the Man. Remember Ed Lover and Dr. Dre? And he was so adoring. Like, yo, will you just shut the fuck up? But I I always love that movie because remember Naughty by Nature performed in the club when they robbed the club and shit. And it was like, as me as a kid, I always knew that Hip Hop Hooray was a crazy record. Crazy record. But as a kid watching it at the club and watching everybody in the club do the job was just like, damn, that's what it's like in yeah. Gotham, huh? <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Because I was a baby. You right. know what I'm saying? And it was just like, that's what go on in there. Bet. But yeah, like that was definitely a live moment as a kid watching Hip Hop Like Naughty Hooray. got uh, OPP, which is the the Jackson 5 Flip ABC. M- Crazy. I'll tell you what, John, and Naughty got Everything's going to be all right. Nobody pays attention to it. If you watch Juice, they got Uptown Anthem. Oh, man. Smash. That was the shit when I was a younger. Smash. And for a time, Tretch was more than the most dangerous niggas out, man. You know how live Tretch was? You ever read the story about him with uh, Juice? Yeah. He went went to audition for Bishop, Bishop. and Pac just rode with him. And the the, uh, director was like, yo, uh... What's up with him? And he was like, oh, go ahead. He auditioned. The director was like, yo, we're going to put him in there. Uh, Tretch was like, that's what's up. Yeah. Tretch was straight. And he was Rodimaz Goon. Goon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goon one. Rodimaz Goon one. Goon one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tretch bounced back. He ended up being in uh, Jason's Lyric. Tell you a good movie he was in, uh, First Time Felon with Omar Epps. You ever watch that joint? I don't think so. Omar Epps and Delroy Lindo. Omar Epps was like a, uh, he was in some street shit, but he was trying to change his life around. He gets booked. They send him to a boot camp. And in the boot camp, he meets Tretch. They become friends and shit. And it's a true story. And Damn. like the bull gets out the bull. I got to watch that. It's, it's called First Time Felon with Omar Epps, Tretch, and Delroy Lindo. That shit was awesome. That was a movie yeah. from back then. It was real good. But um, yeah, Tretch was, he was good. At, he became like a real good yeah, actor a good and shit. Actor, for sure. But yeah, that that's a uh, good ass market. Now, where did this whole Kendrick versus the Greats? Where did this? All come right, from? so the, where the Kendrick shit came from was I was listening to the Pusha T record Nostalgia, and I tweeted and I was like, "Yo, Kendrick, fuck Pusha around on this record. Like, it's like absurd. Like the I was like the way it was like a, almost like a precursor to what he did on Duckworth. The way like he set up a story and told it." And kind of like went around the block and then came all the way around. And then when he finally got back around the block, he knocked your motherfucking head off. It was that same type of thing. So I'm just like, yo, like the shit that he was, I'm like, pusher was pusher. Consistent, good, dope lines, dope lines, dope lines. But he got some dry spots in that verse. And Kendrick, to come into Pusha's world and almost like do Pusha as good as Pusha, it's just like on some other shit. So basically, the whole convo came out. I'm like, yo, he fucked Pusha around. And like, Lil Ed uh, was agreeing with me. He was like, uh, he's like, Pusha verse, you wanna see a dead body? Proceeds to put, no, he's like, Kendrick verse, you wanna see a dead body? Proceeds to put Pusha in a blender. And it just started like this whole fucking yeah. thing. And my was like, no, it's no way, blah, blah, blah. So then it just got me to thinking, like, damn, I'm like, 
it started kind of like an argument of like the new niggas, the newer generation of niggas, like 2010 forward versus like some of the older niggas. And I'm like, well, Kendrick already put two of the older niggas in a blender already. Jay-Z on Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe remix and uh, Pusha on Nostalgia. And niggas is like, my man, mine is like, fuck no, absolutely not. Love like, fuck no, absolutely not. Because they like Pusha T fanatics. I'm 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 gonna go through the joints that you got on here. Uh, nostalgia, Kendrick got the best first. It's just not, sure. it's not even close. Uh, control, I've really liked Big Sean on that. He had a good verse. I he had a very good verse. You know, <laughs> like it became a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and it's crazy because somebody I can't remember who it was tweeted was like, if Kendrick don't name all them names, do you still look at the control verse the same way? And I'm like, probably not. But if I order a Whopper and they give me a Junior Whopper, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> he did this shit. Right. It's like I can't tell you the about. The Whopper was there. I, the Whopper was there. I can't tell you about what would have happened if he didn't do it. He did this shit. And the verses, you know. It's, it's legendary. It's fucking insane. It's you a know? moment in hip-hop. It's a moment. Niggas, every, motherfuckers straight was, people who got mentioned was like, Pissed and happy. And the people who didn't get mentioned was, was like pissed, pissed and happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> and never... Fab still never made it to the studio. <laughs> you never seen Fab was that. like, I'm on my way to the studio Fab... right now. Joe Button dropped a five-minute diss <laughs> where he was rapping over the control beat. You ever heard it? <laughs> yeah. He killed it. It's one of Joe Button's best verses. No one cares. No. But the shit was hot. <laughs> but it's just the fact that he had the 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 vigor to right. do that. It's like motherfucker. Like why I oughta? <laughs> Motherfuckers was affected by that. Uh, this is where it gets kind of shaky. Poetic justice. Drake, Drake blew blew him out the fucking water. It wasn't even close. And j- on a uh, fucking problems, Drake had the better verse to me. And that's where Joe Buttons was like, "Let's keep it funky." Drake washed you twice. I can't go with that because I be, I, to me, I be, no, opinion. no, no, no. But what I'm saying, I be in the club. No, you know where DJs cut in on that record? I know that from Kendrick. I could part. imagine that. So to me, he did a little Wayne move. Where stole the show. He stole the show, and he controlled the verse with energy as opposed to being super-duper lyrical. I ain't, and Drake I, beat him on the lyrical part, but he got the more Little Wayne, honestly, part. if you want to be real, We Taking Over, he, he other than Fat Joe, he has the worst verse on We Taking Over. But he has the best verse on We Taking yeah. Over. It's, it's, I've seen it before. Yeah. I've, you know, I've been it's there. A, it's a trick. It's, it's, it's a maneuver. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a left, left, right, down, <laughs> down yeah, circle. It's a, trick. it's a maneuver. <laughs> But Drake to me had the better verse. I call on, that a tie on on fucking problems. One train, I, Crit was Crit know. was Crit was in the in the run in a running. Yeah, Kendrick uh, still got yeah. That. Kendrick was there. Don't kill my vibe was borderline embarrassing <laughs> because it started off and I remember hearing it and Jay, you know up in the clouds, me and my spouse. You know, rumors on the ground, getting too loud, turn that shit down, down, down. Don't let he killed it. Killed it. And even at the end, motherfuckers didn't even peep where he was rapping like he was smoking the weed, taking the puffs and it was dope. Killed it. But then Kendra got on and it was like he get shot up in Vegas or in a suburban No, he said I'm the uh <laughs> oh my god, I can't think about it right now. But um Blender. <laughs> Nutri Ninja, like Fruit Ninja, all that shit, like Leader of the new school. Who knew I'd be Black Swan? Word to my palms. Ironically, I'm like the Globetrotters best because I can't drop the ball. Told niggas when I was 16 that I write a 16 and put a nigga right on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Any paddy wagon was 16s. I should have been in the pen, but now I'm a pen writing with morphine. I was like, 
right, let's pack this up. And J Truck, you know what I'm saying? He old. It's, it's, it's old. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he 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 got Jay out of there on bitch don't kill my vibe. And uh Black Friday, it's like it's weird because I Cole's just at a place where I don't like him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even in twenty fourteen. I I loved Born Center. That's one okay. that's my favorite album from him. And then Forest Hill Drive was dope. It, the concepts were dope. I just didn't like the way they played Execution out. Execution button. Yeah, the concepts were awesome. But he the John Ray Rest in Peace to Uncle Phil, that's one of my favorite songs from him. Dope ass. But Cole just It's like <laughs> You, like, Y'all should see his mouth. <laughs> like, like I'm fishing, but I'm hitting the speed bag. <laughs> like Deontay Wilder just had the rumble. De- Beat the shit out of Deontay Wilder. He's 37 and 0. He has 36 knockouts. If you go to Deontay Wilder for that fight where he doesn't win by knockout, you like. And that's kind of how I look at Cole when he wrestles. It's like, man, what the fuck? Because it's like you clearly better than everybody, but he don't. He don't like knock it out the out the park. It just be like single. You know what my frustration is with J Cole, and I said this on the show before. J Cole has the best chance to be Jay Z out of all these niggas. Him and Meek Mill are the only ones that got a chance to be Jay Z. Meek's obviously not Jay Z because he's a dickhead. We already discussed that or whatever. He won't get out of his own way. J. Cole is a phenomenal rapper. He has the stature. He has the fucking respect. All of that shit. He just refuses to rap on anything that's remotely commercially appealing. Yeah. And it's just the same mundane shit every motherfucking time. But it's like when you think about like the Good Friday series and all that shit, he had one of the best verses out of fucking yeah. everybody on fucking what was that Christian Dior Denim Flow? Like yeah. like the, and then it was the other joint looking for trouble. Like the nigga's an amazing fucking rapper, but it's just like he almost like on cruise control. Like that's how it be seeming. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just you're. I'm gonna yeah. sell my two million with no features, regardless. Yeah, it's it's like one of them games where like you go to like the Cavaliers game and you buy front row seats and you don't spend you know eighteen hundred to sit on the wood pause and you chilling and you like Brown about to light these niggas up tonight and then like Brown come out and like he's shooting around and then they like yeah. uh LeBron resting the night, and you like, no, the fuck you not. <laughs> That's how the fuck it feel when you're dealing with J. Cole. Like, man. come on, man. Like, you better than this. And that, that's where I be at a lot with right. him. Like, he really a talented dude. And so that that was what where I, uh, where I was at. When I gave him a tie on Black Friday also. Yeah, Black Friday was good. I gave him a tie. But overall, my point is, Kendrick be fucking niggas around mm-hmm. for the most. You know what I'm saying? On some rap shit. He's not the best songwriter. He's not the best artist. That's Drake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's on some rap shit. Fucking niggas around. Yeah. And that's a fact. I was trying to explain to my homie the other day, man. We talked about the rap and shit and the, the progression and the, the the evolution. Like we were just talking about with the lots yeah. and all. I'm like... Remember I told you Lil Wayne's one of my favorite rappers ever and I got Lil Wayne in my top five? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like... You you know why? It's because I watched Lil Wayne go from wobbity wobbity. I like literally like you know it it's time to floss two big bodies on broad south and you know we got quarter slabs and birds in one house it's all good in the hood hustling like it's legal. As soon as you get it, the golden people break up the block, hit the cut by the corner store, end up in Miss Taylor backyard, be quiet, she on the porch. Like <laughs> I watched Wayne go from that to Stunting like my daddy, from that to the Carters, from that to 
dropping with Drake and little I mean I mean and Nicki Minaj and to where at the end of it it's just like damn we ain't really just outwork outwork every fucking yeah. body and change this flow a million different times in the process and all that shit was hot. I just don't see it from a lot of these other guys. Yeah. Like I watched Drake's evolution to where Drake drop an album now, most of that should be R and B and you like it just the same because right. it's like he in his zone, he in his element. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of dudes, it just don't be no change to the shit. That right. The way they sound when they come out is the way they sound when they go down. So, uh, wrap up with music. Uh, you got a couple more music joints in here. Where does this versus shit come from? Oh, uh, my uh, my man Jody hit me the other day on a DM, and he was like, "Yo, I got a new, I got a top five for y'all. Top five rap verses of all time." And I'm like, "Jody, number one, it's fucking impossible, but, do, can, but we'll try. I can give you three. <laughs> Like, it's fucking impossible, but we'll fucking try. I don't even have a list. Well, I have... I, I don't have... You know... I, I got, like, three. That's what I'm head. saying. Off of the head, off of the top of the head, like, going back, verses that I always just looked at, like... Hmm. Ice Cube's first verse on it was a good... Today was a good day. Mm. Fucked around and got a triple-double. Mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. That, that ver- It was so many little one-liners in that verse. Mean. I always remember that mm. shit. Um... DMX's last verse on Get At Me, Dog. Not trying to be funny. I told you the first time I saw that video, I almost had a seizure. Yo, because Irv Gotti was on Drink Chance. He was talking about that. He's like, oh, yo. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. The, the he, he said, yo, he said, he said, we shot the video in black and white. Hype shot the video. And we got these fucking flash effects in the fucking video. He said, if you watch it in the dark, it really fucks like, you yeah, up. I'm not like, trying to be funny. When I was a kid, young boy, that shit was, it was like, all right, man, what the <laughs> fuck? And... DMX just you in the back with your fat ass face down, looking at you breathing, but you dead. From the way he's dead. Fuck was on your mind. Like he just, it, it, it was just, it was X, and you never heard nobody rapping, you know, on that Baltimore shit. You know, like remember what was the big Joni had at the end? Uh, All these niggas in the rap game can barely move because when I blow shit about a nigga's fall, I'm like, like white, white bitches, bitches in a scary, scary movie. Ah! You know, I don't know how to act. Get the closest niggas. like, protective of Viper. Stand back. Like, that shit was always crazy to me. Last verse on Get At Me, Dog. Ice Cube first verse on It Was A Good Day. Biggie's verse on Mo Money, Mo Problems. Flawless. F- flawless. Biggie's verse on Victory. Even more flawless. Uh... Best verses of all time. What the fuck else do we got? Oh, Jay Z's last verse on uh, yeah, are, are are you not entertained? Uh, what more can I say? Me. That was a mic drop. Uh, trying to think what other verses just was like electric when I heard them. Um, Little Wayne on Miss Me on Drake's first album. Crazy. That was a bonkers ass fucking verse. Crazy. Um, I want to, I want to say, uh, uh, Nas's second verse on New York State of Mind. That was crazy when we was kids. That's pretty much all I got for like, what do you have for best verses ever? Uh, my number one is Inspected Deck on Triumph. Obamatomically, Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses yeah. came to find how I'll be dropping these mockery. Like it's like he he it's, rap, he it's rapped his, on the end of a it's his standout verse. He he rapped on oh Raekwon on Cream his verse started smoking wools at sixteen. Shout out to Ra, same damn low sweater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, go ahead. Beans, once again, it's on. Once again, it's on. Seagull hard like corn, corn liquor. liquor. I take you out this world like you was born, nigga. But naked. We, we, in we blood, gonna do something. We gonna air. do something else right after this. Go All ahead. Right. Uh, Biggie victory. Lil Wayne, sky is the limit. The Mike Jones song. The freestyle. And when yeah. I was five, I, my favorite movie was a Gremlins. Ain't yeah. got shit to do with this, but I just let's pick a verse. Yeah. Like motherfuckers literally thought that was Lil Wayne's song. Lil Wayne did that like nineteen times. <laughs> like dead ass Like like yo song. you heard Mike Jones Rapping in that Lil Wayne song Yeah Fuck wrong with him People think <laughs> Yo it's people out there That think swag surfing Is Wayne's I'm dead ass Like Wayne fucked up A lot of beats Over the years man He straight made him His songs Yeah Show me what you got I don't even listen To the J. Jump. I'll put Wheezy's on Before that Yeah absolutely Crazy And there's Pick a Jeezy verse off of fucking TM101, and I'm going to put that in there. Like, you know what's crazy is? We was talking about this shit the other day. It's so funny that you mentioned this. I was like, 101 I hated when it came out, but I went back and became such a fan amazing. of it. My favorite joint on there is Last of a Dying Breed, right? But that's my favorite Jeezy verse for his life, it's weird as shit, is the Jonah Ross album. Box Chevy at your block, run the whole 50 the shots. The War Ready Joe? Yeah. Try to do that. That verse was just Jeezy like, became truth. Jeezy became a lyricist. Crazy and Ross too. <laughs> yeah, Ross, Ross was. You could almost tell Ross was dumbing his shit down because, like, you would get certain songs on the album, and you'd be like, the "Fuck this fat nigga rapping so good on this joint." Yeah. Like, like by blow the t- on the first. Yeah, album. by the time we got the Triller though, it was just like, "Oh, this nigga is like a, a superb rap." Oh, and that's another verse. Ross verse on uh, "Devil in a Blue Dress." The Joan O'Kane mm, album. That was a good ass fucking verse, yeah. That was crazy. Never needed acceptance from all you outsiders. outsiders. Had cyphers with Yeezy before his mouth wired. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good ass fucking verse. Shit, Ross Mafia music. Like that whole oh. intro, that was fucking bonkers. L- not, how many songs do you think Beans outrapped Jay Z on? Let's do that, because you just mentioned it with It's On. He fucked Jay around on It's On. Bad. I'm not trying to be funny. Motherfuckers get mad at me all like the time. Because I do it. You see me do it on yeah. Twitter. Beans outrap Jay-Z 12 times. Like, Easily. Like, uh, the John, uh, the, what was the John with, the, with uh, where have you been? You ready for me to do this? Where have you been? Streets is talking. Oh, God. I know you're not going to agree with me. What more can I say? Beans had a better verse. I understand Jay's had the line with the freeway beard shit. What more can I say? Somehow, some way, this can't be life. Once again, it's on. What was the Emil John? Oh, for the fam. <laughs> he used to really outrap these niggas. Jay was just a lot. Jay was just rapping so much over niggas' heads that it made more appreciation for his verse on for the fam. But it, the shit it was Beans fu- was saying was it was just funny because like, when I was doing this on Twitter, motherfuckers was all agreeing with me, retweeting and arguing with me and shit. I can't remember who it was. Was like, yeah, and Beans outrapped Jay on Reservoir Dogs. I'm like, all right, look, that's not what, <laughs> that's what we're not going to do. <laughs> like, taking it too far <laughs> now, nigga. You're stepping out of line. That's what we're not going to do. Jay left niggas in the other room on Reservoir Dogs. We ain't gonna go that fucking far. But um, what was the joint where Beans first blew with them? He had the Bobby Hoyan jersey on. Mo Money, Mo Cash remix. Bodied them. P-H-I-L-L-Y. Yeah. Northwest, Northwest, Southside. Beans really used to out-rap them a lot, yo. Like, a lot. And it's funny, because I've read something recently where Jay-Z said when he first met Beans and he was, like, 
put like introducing him to folk. Yeah. Like, yo, I got this dude that has the potential to be better than all of us. Like, he he literally could be better than Biggie, better yeah. than me, better than all these niggas. And it's like, you heard how they made Reservoir Dogs. Like, Locks and them had just came back to New York. He was yeah. like, yo, come to the studio. I got this dude. They came up there, Beans was spitting, and they was like, oh, shit, let's put a beat on. Classic. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, Beans, to me, is the most underrated rapper ever. That's another put- uh, crazy Beans verse. Thousand bars. Pick, pick, pick 16 bars. Pick any 16 bars you want out of the thousand bar freestyle, and it's better than 97% of shit niggas ever did. I, I, I know motherfuckers ain't going to agree with me because Jay is Jay. I think Beans had the better verse on Do It Again. He, he just, it was just way more memorable to me. Do It Again. Oh, uh, oh yeah, it was better. Getting head on the floor, whole crew be wild. Bitch, back that yeah, ass up like, like juvenile. juvenile. Like that verse was just so much more memorable. My peeps come to spend a dime at least. You know, Mac come through with a line of Yo, freaks. Mac was on some big ass records, man. He should have thirty million dollars. He made somewhere. he made pound and is rom six seven times in it. Like, whole squad get it down like this. Whole squad buying rounds of Chris. Whole squad got their crown on wrist. Whole squad got a pound of spit. Whole no, whole squad got a pound of twist. Whole squad got a pound of spit. Case, case of clown want to flip. flip. Mac never slipped in the club. Oh, Told man. yo, bitch, it's a really and that shit turned nigga. into another song. Real in the club, in like the club, that shit it, really, really was crazy. Beans was so good, it wasn't even fuck, funny. man. Thug, yo, Beans really should have like forty million dollars somewhere easily. Between his rapping ability, the clothing line of like Beans really had a aura. What the that fuck, motherfuckers man? fed into. Yo, that that shit is wild, dog. When you sit back and think about that shit, like Beans just no, wasn't I'm really having a moment right now. Like, yo, this nigga's on like some fun. Like that's Jay Z fastest selling album, other than like Volume Two, that fucking Volume Three album. Like, I remember him selling like six hundred thousand or some shit the first week. And like, I told my mother, like that that album, the, the most memorable line on that joint was, uh, uh. Beans on that f- f- the, uh, do it again, John. When he said, uh, "Fuck man," uh, getting the the B I G baby yeah. like that. Beans was crazy, and I was saying it to my homie. I'm like, "Yo, if you listen to Beans rap, he's the only motherfucker I think that came along who was as lyrical as Biggie with the attitude and the prowess of Tupac." And I was telling him, "I'm like, yo, remember Beans on Rock the Mic." Think about Bean's verse and do it in Biggie voice. And he was thinking about it. He was like, yo, you ain't lying, dog. He, I'm like, he, his cadence yeah, yeah, is yeah. like Biggie. Yeah, it's, it's definitely It's big. Mac, Dad Egg, Young Scrappy. No, he, he ain't, ain't no, no OG gangster. Thing. Yes, I is. is. Come on, don't test our kid. I fired Bond Chris like Left Eye did. Notorious like that Bed-Stuy kid. Think about that yeah. in Biggie's voice. That's how Big would have rapped. Fuck, Beans. Like, Beans was so fucking good, it wasn't even funny. And this was all while he was banging perks and dumping juice. And like, all fours like it was going on. Yo. He said, I fuck with fuck, the trees. Man. But you know my twist is the juice. Stay on the lean. <laughs> riding shotgun in the hoop. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> man. Yo. And I'll tell you another joke that made me really, really respect Means and look at him like, Jesus Christ, he's such a lyricist. When he flipped Jay-Z's 21 Questions for the Public Enemy mixtape. Wow, nice Glock, nigga. You should see the Mac. The whole 40 heat is in the stock for me. <laughs> I remember hearing that, like, that's one Jesus. of the And that's, uh, uh, we do top five mixtapes, that's one of the five best oh, mixtapes. It's without, we did that before. Yeah, I, without, yeah, a, that's, that's, without a doubt. Public Enemy was one of the best mixtapes I've ever heard. Incredible mixtape. It was just phenomenal how good he was rapping when that shit Damn, came out. Damn, Beans. We got to get Beans on the show, man. I wouldn't mind it, because Beans is one of my favorite rappers ever. Like, Fuck. that motherfucker could rap. 
I'm really having a moment. That's crazy. Like, Beans on some big-ass records, dog. Yeah. For the fam and fucking uh, Do It Again alone should be Shit, like a million dollars a year. R.O.C. Stop. Uh, oh, the West Coast John. No. Is that R- Raw to the Cook. Look, uh... Taking to them bucks that be grinding it up. Just Competition, lining them up. Forty five. What was that? Uh, Let me squeeze you, him, me, and her. Yeah. He he put everybody away on that motherfucker. Like this nigga's but. on like six albums that sold two to five million dollars, two to five million copies. That's it. That back catalog alone it should be a million a year. Real talk. Like being he he just he. Bleak was a very good rapper. Still, he means a very good rapper. Yeah. He's just talented. Yes. But Bleak, it's a difference in trying to think who can I, like, put out there that's, like, in this era to where motherfuckers would really understand it. There's a difference in... It's almost nothing you could compare that shit to. Like, it's a difference in The Game and Lloyd Banks for 50 Cent when 50 blew. Lloyd, my man, and Lloyd hot as shit. But nothing about Lloyd makes you want to engage into his lifestyle. Whereas Game came along and you like, I got to know everything about this motherfucker. To where it's like, Game sells 5 mil. Lloyd Banks goes platinum, but Game sells 5 mil. And that's how I always looked at Bleak and Beans. Like, Bleak's a phenomenal. You listen to Streets is Watching and Reasonable Doubt. Bleak put forth verses that was just, it was almost better than Jay verses. But it was, that was the end of it. Beans came along and it was like, yo, we like this nigga. Right. Beans straight put movies in movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> if that don't blow your mind, I don't know what will. From South Philadelphia. Really? Like, Beans really, he had that state property clothing shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, every big NFL, NBA nigga. Like, I was watching The Wire the other day. That shit's all over them shows. It's just wild. Like, Beans really had, like, he was captivating. You know what I mean? If you look at the joint, when, remember when Nas came and hove the, uh, you doing Tybo Ho, remember Ho yeah. was doing karate on MTV Diary and shit? They was performing at the joint, and somebody threw a drink at Hove. Beans literally threw his mic and dove over a wall. <laughs> and and Jay, like, almost, like, scared, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? That was just Beans. Like, yeah. Beans literally was that bull. And it's just crazy, because he really could out-rap your favorite rapper. Shout out to Beans, man. Yeah. God damn. Uh, we've done enough music. Yeah, we? it's a rap for the music. Oh, let's talk about Tyrese losing his fucking Oh, mind. man. I know you got some bars <laughs> for that. So, uh, apparently, uh, the shit started with, he's in child support court right now, whatever, in custody court, and, um, he hasn't seen his daughter in two months, apparently. He's paying 13 bands a month or whatever for child support, and, That's a lot. uh, he's claiming to be poor, uh, I don't know if I should take this serious or take it with a grain of salt because every celebrity is poor when they come to child support except two people, Lil Wayne and uh, Puff Daddy. Those are the only two niggas I never hear complain about child support. Yeah. Everybody else, fucking 50 burned the house down. Yeah. Like, it's like motherfuckers be having problems about this child support. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had a social media meltdown. Niggas turned it into a dance song. <laughs> at, motherfuckers have been laughing at Tyrese And I wasn't laughing because I didn't know what was going on I didn't know the actual right. factuals And I, I like Tyrese, I'm a fan of him acting I like his music, it's Tyrese yes. you know, Coca-Cola commercial, you gotta fuck with Tyrese <laughs> 
I didn't laugh till I, that video I sent y'all last <laughs> When that shit, this nigga got a fox collar on the leather, smoking a cigar. He shout was out like, to Coca-Cola shout for out the to Coca-Cola placement. for the product placement. Y'all know they know I'm going broke. I'm still waiting on that wire transfer from Will. I'm like, yo, this nigga is really losing it. Will and Jada fucking issued a statement to a publicist. We are not sending Tyree we shit. We don't even know this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if you expecting a wire, unexpected, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking over. We don't have nothing for you, boss. The original video is funny because of that. What more do you want what from me? me? That shit is just hilarious. 13000 a month is like, whew. But here's the thing. The nigga got a Starbucks and a Benihana's in his backyard. He got a Transformer back there, too. <laughs> the nigga, like, he, he, got, got, he, he got a Transformer in the front yard. Oh, he got Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime in, the in the front, front yard. Yeah. That's his Atlanta house. Yeah. That's not even the L.A. house. He was, I'm going to vote for my homegirl. You got to live in Atlanta. I live there sometimes, but I'm going broke. So that's only even really. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tyree crazy. Tyree This nigga's in Transformers at least three or four times. I thought they was joking about that Benny Hanna shit. He really got yes, a. Yes, I absolutely. saw the other day. He really has Yo, a. Y'all Benny. want some garlic butter, yeah. uh, fried rice? Go in the backyard. I'm a nigga build a heart out of fried <laughs> rice real quick. <laughs> backyard. They've been in like three or four Transformer movies. I'm sure he has. I don't think his residuals from that is crazy. He said that he's going to get 15 mil for the next Fast and the Furious. But that's but, not happening until 2019 now. But I don't understand is why it's like you're saying you're broke, but then you like, yeah, I'm not going to be in Fast and the Furious if uh, The Rock in it. And it's like. Ah, you kind of got to get in there if you if you wrote for it. the fifteen. You got to get in that, Jones. Spank the other day tweeted uh, Tyrese saying he wouldn't be in Fast and Furious is like me saying I wouldn't be on the Irresponsible Tour if Kevin. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a bad analogy because people know why Tyrese is here. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and he's getting he paid. has an actual role. <laughs> he's <laughs> the comic relief. Yeah. You just a nigga on his. You just a nigga on his. I'm thing. like, that's a bad analogy. Spank <laughs> took the joke. Was I fuck with Spank? Cause Spank don't ever complain. But it's like, yo, if you're broke you should like do all you can for the franchise to continue you better do something that would make sense they said this nigga has a company that has like a hundred employees that's what i that's why i was reading this it is, the other what day. the fuck is he doing i don't understand how they're not they, this is my are view. you burning the profits when they come granted, in granted luda had a bigger music career than tyrese yes but as far as acting i think tyrese has done more i had enough of this i'm looking this up tyrese gibson net worth we, it's it's, it's got to happen. He better start. Say, he he better start. Say, it's probably gonna say something like sixteen. He better start liquidating some shit. According to Celebrity Net Worth, he has an estimated net worth of ten million. Yeah, so I was figure something around that low teens. Da, da, da. But my joint, and is I'm saying something else that say tw- twenty three million. My joint is this though. Luda is worth like 70 or 80 mil. Exactly. Vin Diesel makes $60 million a year. <laughs> the Rock is worth 100. It's like you want to mix with all these I, niggas I, and you can't figure it out. Paul Walker's estate probably is shot through the fucking probably roof. 250. It's something crazy. It's just like, I don't understand how Tyrese. And you're like a name. It ain't like you're like, what's the, the girl, uh, Vin Diesel's chick in the movie? Oh, uh. See what I'm saying? Like yeah. it ain't like you're, you're a name, like you're a viable name yeah. to this. So it's like I don't understand how you're in this situation at all. Like the movie is making a billion dollars a fucking flip every man. time. So it's like and you, you fully vested. Who's your agent? Who's your manager that they can't get in there and be like, oh no, we want more than 
eight million for this because you figure Vin Diesel don't even get paid regularly now. Vin Diesel make money off the back end of it. Yeah. Like they said, one year he made like eighty million dollars. It was the only movie he did. Yeah. I think it was Fast Six. Yeah, why would I take the game? Yeah, we're gonna give you twenty five guarantee, or you can take seventeen percent of the gross. You like the budget was two fifty. Give me the back. Give end. me the fucking back. <laughs> end. Like, no, nah, we're the biggest sense. shit in China since Kobe Bryant. Like, no, what you, the, you know, they got they got the biggest franchise in movie history now. It's like, like it's absurd. Like the the Rock and Jason spin Jason Statham spinoff that's gonna do eight hundred mil, yeah. and then they are gonna come back for Fast Nine, and that's gonna do a bill. Yeah, then they are gonna come back with Hobbs Two. Yeah, <laughs> like, Hobbs versus <laughs> some, some old crazy shit that's gonna sell. Hobbs some versus Hollywood Hogan. Me and my girl was looking at the highest movies of all time, The Hobbit. Them movies, the crazy, the Lord, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, yeah, they got like absurd. eight movies that have all made more than eight hundred mil. I'm like, what the? Fu- fuck? It's fucking absurd. It's insane, man. But yeah, Tyrese is. It's just like my thing mind. is, it's like they say if you hang around nine broke motherfuckers, you bound to be the tenth one. How is he hanging around nine mega rich motherfuckers and he the only broke one? It doesn't make just it's just bad business because he's because lo- he's you're trying to rumble the rock. That isn't smart. Like, you're trying to schedule a fade with a nigga that's 6'7", 280. Like, think about Ricky Davis when LeBron showed up in Cleveland. <laughs> Ricky Davis, like, about to sock this nigga. And they like, you you know you're going to, like, get put out the league. Right. right. Like The whole sh- league. This like is the face tripping. of the NBA. Like, you're trying to fight the face of major motion pitchers. Chris Childs punching Kobe. You're out of here. You're done. You're done, buddy. In theory, it seems like a good idea. In actuality, Shaq came in there and was like, look, I can't take this shit no more. It's either him or me. And they like, you got a house in Miami, right? (laughs) (laughs) Get your ass out of here. Give us Lamar Odom. (laughs) And Karan Butler and some picks. Like, it, w- when you dealing with, like, the face of shit, you, like, and that's where it's, like, Tyrese really has to be losing it because it's, like, you you supposed to want the rock yeah. there because that's just. You supposed to be, like, rock. Ah, love you. Like, when they say they doing Hobbs and Statham before. You better find a role, you nigga. Supposed to, yo, you supposed to be, like, oh, I need a little role in that. Yeah. Let me get a little cameo. Yeah. Little, little, little 600,000 never hurt nobody. <laughs> get, keep the grill on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something. I just don't understand let me, let me, it. Let me pay for my propane tanks, man. Come yeah. on. Like, I'm, I'm like, yo, Tyrese really got to be. Did you see the outfit he had on when he went to court? He had on, like, a blazer with, like, a, a sweater, sweater under it. Yeah, with jeans and ball sneaks. I'm like, he posted a picture of him and his wife hugging in the hallway. It was like, someone took this of us. <laughs> like, yo, Tyrese really the fuck shot out, man. It's like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not looking good over there in Tyrese land. Holy shit. I don't know what to say it. All right, we got a topic we can definitely go left on. Uh, this is about that time. Where we at on time, Just? I don't know what that means. Okay, cool. He's giving me a peace sign. Uh, there was a topic going around on Twitter this past week, or apparently it was on Instagram. I don't know because I don't have an Instagram. Okay. Women are now demanding $350 dates. Oh, boy. Um... What the fuck are y'all ordering, first off, before we even get into the... the, the Where are y'all going? <laughs> like, because realistically, even if you go to, like, Barclay and order the cheesesteak, cheesesteak's, what, 110 now? 110 or 120, something like that. You order two meals, couple drinks, that might not even be 350 yeah. So it's just like, where is this coming from? I don't know, man. Like it, 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 it confused the shit out of me, and I'm just like, yo, there's just some... Like, the thing, the nature of social media is that... 
99% of the time, we don't even know where shit originates from. Like, there's no, like, hey, I'd have pappy. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I did it. Like, there's no origin of it. I'd have pappy. Like, it's, it, it just be conf- it's, shit just appears and then yeah, just yeah. becomes a thing. And then it's like, by the time we get wind of it, it's already, like, go, veering left already. So this is just one of them things to where it's like, yo, like, who made this up? Like, what 14-year-old or whatever, like, was sitting at home like, you know what? I'm going to get the internet going today. I'm going to put up this meme about $350 dates. Like, but I see it from, like, real life people I, I follow and yeah. people that retweet people and shit. And I'm just like, do y'all really be this shallow to where y'all really be caring about how much a meal costs to enjoy like, a meal? Why does it matter? That's my biggest thing. It's like, why does it matter? It's like, yo, y'all essentially are counting uh, money actually counting money and then two basically like counting favors like oh if you don't spend 350 on me you don't love me like what we went from 200 dollars dates to 350 dollars dates and we still don't even know like where the 200 dollars date shit came originated from nobody like, I, I, this is this is like one of my last days on instagram when i literally got to the point where i was like okay i'm completely sick of you nigga. yeah one of the women who I followed, who was actually, like, I, I liked following her. She had nice pictures, and she had good shit to say sometimes on Tweetgrams. She posted, like, a picture of a bill at a restaurant. And I never, like, I don't get that. What, like, what's the purpose in that? Like, why are you taking pictures of a check anyway? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's tacky. It's super tacky. Why are you posting this on Instagram? And then, and then the weird part is, is like, no matter how weird the picture is, no matter how dumb the video is, it's 560 people who like this <laughs> shit. And it's just like, why are y'all liking this, right. man? Like, what? Like for what? It's a, it's a check at a restaurant. Yeah. Everyone who's ever been to a restaurant gets those. They put them in those little black envelopes <laughs> that we often leave our debit cards sitting right. in. It's like, I don't get it. But it's like a thing to to us, like oh my meal cost two seventy. Yeah, look at this and people liking it. Oh y'all was eating good, <laughs> stupid shit. I, it's hilarious to me. I find it ridiculous. But most people with that's the thing. Most people with sense find it ridiculous. Like it's everything about it is ridiculous and tacky. And it's like yo, people with real money don't indulge in these type of activities like when you see like nfl players like upload like absurd bills it's like i'm mad that i have to pay this like it's not like oh we're stunting on y'all it's like yo the whole fucking team made me take them to dinner i gotta pay seventeen thousand. i don't even make seventeen thousand this month it's like that sort of thing like it's not like a proud moment because it's like i've been to these right i've gone to del frisco so many times like the fucking cologne dude knows me you know what i'm saying like and i never took a picture of a bill like or or was like yeah i'm going on a 200 dollar date tonight 200 dollar date night i'd be like you should better not go on 200 it's like i i just i I don't understand it so it's like i'm more so on a tip like you know you have a tighter relationship with these niggas i i don't so i'm like maybe you get it because i'm i'll be lost my thing is like i've been out and i've spent 30 bucks and had the time of my life i fucking had my girl uh, had so much fun the other night we had a pot of dirty rice life is what you make it at the end of the day like and it's like and we go every fucking way my fuckers is like looking for acceptance and looking to impress broke people with money and it's just like yeah, they're going to be impressed by money because they're broke, but now you're broke too because you just spent three fifty on a date. Yeah. Now you don't know where your next meal is coming from. I hope you ordered extra. I said, I'm like, yo, three fifty is a lot. Three fifty is from crazy excessive, yo. yo. 
That's a lot of food. That's for a like damn near like two months worth of food. Like if you, it's like one or two. If it's like two people in the house, that's yeah. like two months worth of food. Don't let you have like a BJ's joint or hit up Joe Mar one of them. Like you, what you go get a meat packet, man? Listen, three fifty <laughs> a lot of fucking money when it come to going out for one meal at a restaurant. Yeah, you go to PJPs, you get that shit damn near wholesale price. Yeah, PJPs, how about it? Like, but it's the truth, and it's like we've literally gotten to the point where it's all about showing off for other. Like, I don't even enjoy this meal, but this meal costs three fifty, <laughs> so I can tell people that I went on. Yeah, it's yeah like, absolutely. Just like I like people like was fucking uh, when Ocean Prime first opened, they run into Ocean Prime like, like they got their track shoes on to take pictures of the drinks and all that shit. I'm like, yo, y'all do know this food is actually terrible. Like, and I hate it. Like, I've been there, like, four or five times. Like, I hate the food. Like, I tell motherfuckers the time, what's the seafood joint on Rittenhouse Square? Uh, what was it? Uh, Devin's? Devin's? I don't like it. I, I went, they fucked my girl order up, and then the shit I had, I was just like, nah. I went to Butcher and Singer one time in life. I've been trying to give them an opportunity to redeem themselves. I just never made it back there. But I went there on New Year's Day one time. For, well, uh, on those days, you'd be low-key playing yourself because it'd just be so exactly. much going on. They, like, overcooked the shit out of my veal chop or whatever, and I just was like, I was, it was, like, burnt. And I'm just like, yo, I'm over this shit, and i just never been back ever since. Even though I know a lot of people that like their food. So eventually, my, my, I'm going to go back. My, my girl, she always talk about it. You know what else Del Frisco did that pissed me off? They changed the fucking salmon. I never had the salmon there. They changed it. They uh, it used to be like different sides and all that shit, and they changed it. And now it's like a fucking seafood fried rice or some shit. I'm allergic to seafood. I can't eat that shit. I like that calamari. The um, <clears throat> whenever I go to Del Frisco, I order the same thing. I get an order of lamb chops and a fillet. Bring both of them. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. That's what I want. It's like yeah, that, I, like I, I never had that salmon though. Like I never even thought to get that. My shit. My favorite though. restaurant, and I normally don't give up my spots. My favorite restaurant is Fleming's. Fleming's is good. Fleming's is damn good. My favorite restaurant because it's like it's like borderline gluttony is a uh, Fogo de Chao. I, I just enjoy my <laughs> See, time. I can't eat that much. I, I just enjoy my <laughs> they salad bars are, like compared to Chima and the Braza and all like yeah. their salad bars just retarded. And then the the food is just phenomenal. Davio's food is pretty decent too, but they fucking wrap everything in like bacon of some sort. Like I can't fuck with it. I never been there. It's like a, uh, they call it a Northern Italian Steakhouse. It's one right downtown. Uh, it's on the upstairs part of where G Lounge used to be. Oh no, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah. just never. And now they got one in King of Prussia too. But like their food, the food that I had from there, the fucking excellent. I ordered a fucking entree. It was like fucking chicken wrapped in prosciutto. I'm like, y'all can throw this away. I gave it to a homeless man. Okay. Had the chocolate. That was a good deed, at least. Oh yeah, no, it was my my karmic energy was uh my karmic. I got three restaurants. Roof. I'm just I'm not saying on the drink. like <laughs> I got three spots. Of, like no, but we know like I, to, I could get to my girl on the eleven. I should tell you like they're just so low key, yeah. so out the way. The food is phenomenal, and and they're not pricey neither. And I feel like that. Like I don't understand the purpose of going out to spend three fifty when in the real world you're trying to get the <laughs> best food for the best discount yes. for the best price. Yeah. It's like it's the same theory like with niggas that like overpay for jury and then be bragging jewelry and then be bragging about it. I'm like, you do know the goal is to get what you want for the lowest number possible, right? Yeah, like if you paid eleven grand for like a Pepsi bezel GMT, you got and they, got. And they cost eighty six hundred. <laughs> you like, got got. Yeah. <laughs> There's no pride in that. Like you can't recover that fucking twenty four hundred. You dumb fuck. Nah. Like, and it's I don't. That's why I don't get the whole. Ah, uh, the bill gotta cost three fifty, and it's like, yo, you can find so many great dining experiences for less than that. Absolutely, for half that, for a quarter of that on some nights. Like it's weird because 
poor people who live in row homes and have fire engine holes in their fucking ceilings will try to play people for going to a restaurant on restaurant week. And it's like, no. The idea. This is the, this <laughs> this is is the why, lick. <laughs> this is why they put the banners up. It's the lick. Exactly. <laughs> they want us to come. It's the lick. It's the best food for the lowest price. Duh. It's not hard. <laughs> it's like if, if they told you niggas, yo, uh, Balenciaga's, which... I, I don't know if you've been looking. I know you probably understand. Have you noticed the like the uh, the prices shooting Rapid. up on this shit? It's. I was talking to Sean about it the other day. He said that this, when the Speed Racers came out, I have two parodies. He said when they first came out, they were four ninety five and they wouldn't move. Like nobody would buy them. They like what the fuck is this? This is horrible. And then some tastemaker somewhere, I don't know who. Put them on, and then and they like made a slight tweak to the design, and they went from having like the ribbing in the socks to just being solid, and they fucking raised the price to five ninety five, and now they can't keep them in stock. And in the last month, they raised the price from five ninety five to six twenty five to six ninety five. Yeah, so they've literally gone up two hundred dollars in one quarter. I read quarter. another day said Balenciaga's bigger than Gucci now. Yep. I'm like, damn. Yep, for th- third for Q three. 2017, they outsold Gucci for the first time ever. Crazy. Yeah, because they fucking raised the price on everything across the board. But it's like, it's the equivalent of them telling you, yo, the, the Balenciagas is five ninety five. We selling them today for two fifty, And you like, what? No, I'm getting Fuck them, them nut-ass Balenciagas. No, I'm getting them tomorrow when they five five. <laughs> Fuck wrong with you. That's really how yeah. motherfuckers at my with sales, restaurant My with. salesperson at the Balenciaga store in Vegas, I had ordered the black ones from her, and I hit back like, yo, y'all still got the white ones? She's like, I'm getting a fresh shipment on this day. So she hit me. She said, yo, I got the shipment. I got your size to the side. You got to put your order in today or they're going up to $6.95 tomorrow. Stupid ass me would have been like, oh, no, fuck it. I'll holler at you tomorrow. Like, yeah. I don't want to pay the extra 70 Like, for yeah. what? It doesn't it's the make same sense. shoe. It doesn't make sense. It's just weird. Like, you're going to come. <laughs> you think they're giving you, like, grade D beef <laughs> at, at Del Frisco's during restaurant week? <laughs> Like, yeah, we scraped the salmonella off and put that <laughs> shit on the grill. Like, no, it's the same, same grade A shit. Take man. your ass to restaurant week. That's because motherfuckers have this thing where they've given themselves, like, false shields of pride. Yeah. Like, oh, I get so much paper and do so much that it's like I can't be seen here on restaurant. And it's like, no, everyone there is there for the deal. Yeah. That's why they're there. This is the give back. It's the lick. It's the lick. It's the give back for the other fucking. They do it fucking what? Basically four weeks out of the year. Two weeks in the uh, in the in September, and then two weeks in like January. They do it to one give back, and then the two to spur business during a slow period. Because during back to school, everybody focused on their kids. Ain't nobody mm. worried about no fucking restaurant. And right after Christmas, it's like motherfuckers is broke from that spending. So get your ass out here for a thirty dollar fucking yeah. meal that normally costs seventy. Come through. It's the lick. We got it in. <laughs> it's the fucking we, lick, man. We got it for cheap. Come through here. I never will understand that concept when it come to us. It's like we're the only people who do that. Fuck that. I ain't nah. False sense of pride, man. It's, it's like you said. It's crazy, yo. I I, I don't understand it at all. Say what the uh. What did the lock say? It's easy to get money, but it's hard to keep it. Like, I'm not in a rush to get my motherfucking money You're going to be older way longer than you're going to be younger. That's another sheet line. Like, like I listen. Why I, y'all want to spend all your money this year? <laughs> like, pace yourself. Listen. I, Put I, some of this shit up. I've been fucking, like, cursing my... I, like, I've been refusing to go to the bank for anything. You see how like, I was the other day? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't even got no cash. I got to go to the... <laughs> 
bank that's not even open. <laughs> I don't have no cash. Listen, I've been cursing myself out all month. This fucking shit go to a credit union that I can't get to. That's how the fuck you don't touch this shit, though. Fucking Gucci called me the other day, sent me an email the other day. was like, hey, your pre-order from August is finally ready to ship, and your credit card is no good. Yeah, you fucking right, because I changed credit cards since then. Then I called him and gave him the wrong credit card. I was pissed. Fucking processed my order. I was mad and shit. Man, I don't understand why we be in such a rush to spend money. I'm not. It just doesn't make any sense. I had fun this summer. I went on a bunch of trips and all that shit. That shit is dead. Save some of that shit. I ain't going fucking past New York or D.C. Or west of Pittsburgh. Uh... We mentioned uh, Deontay Wilder beat the living hell out of. Yeah, he beat the shit out. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. We don't really need to go into detail. With I think that. he shit on himself a little bit. Yeah, it was bad. It was horrible. Uh, you want to get some NBA talking real quick? The NBA is lit right now. Yo, listen, NBA is on fire. Yo. I'm torn because everybody knows Steph Curry is my favorite player, but goddamn Kyrie, man. You want some shit this year? <laughs> I still think when they run into Cleveland though in a seven game. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be trouble, but. For the right now, it's definitely an uh, intriguing story to talk it's about. It's exciting to watch. Because he's the best player. He lost his second best player, and he playing with a bunch of young pups, and he's out there. Well, the young bucks is good. They very good. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they're all phenomenally good. And so, he's leading them, and he's showing what like the people don't really like. Do. Boston went to the fucking <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals last year yeah. as the one seed, so it's like that team was pretty fucking good. And that's why I was trying to explain to somebody the other day. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, Cleveland's stinking it up. I'm like, well, you do know they gave away their number one scoring threat, and the person <laughs> who they got for him is in sweatpants. <laughs> like <laughs> he's not out there. So it and, and like LeBron said, we not even like LeBron said, we not. Looking to IT to be the savior. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they lost their number one scorer and second player behind LeBron. Two. Yeah, the um the the shit of this year is like I knew Greek Freak was gonna be Greek Freak. Yeah. I, I told you he was gonna lead the league in scoring. I knew that. Bron is Bron. I feel like they're gonna be cool at the end of the whole shit. The the Warriors is the Warriors. I didn't think the nigga Ben Simmons was gonna be this good. I, I knew he was gonna be nice. Like he's he's playing all star. Did you see the old tweet that they brought up of Michael Wilbon when he was? Uh, yeah, he was yeah, he yeah. was like, I would take him a hundred times out of a hundred on the NBA roster. He's like, no, what I meant was in a college basketball setting. They like, yo, it clearly says NBA says right NBA. here, F- nigga. Fuck what I said. That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck y'all. Okay, here y'all come with your facts. <laughs> here you come with this facts and this empirical this data. Fact bullshit. This fucking evidence. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all need to grow the fuck up. Real shit. But, uh, yeah, the NBA is lit right now, man. A lot of talent, a lot of players, a lot of motherfuckers playing good. Lakers you, you losing to Washington right now. Can we do this? Uh, I'm a, they, we got 150,000 signatures on the Meek petition. <laughs> I'm going to start a petition to get Caldwell Pope off the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish Chad and Ra could tell y'all – Explain how mad I'll be in the group chat with this nigga. Man, just come out of nowhere and be like, this nigga Caldwell. (laughs) I hate Bull. I hate him. Yo, KCP is so frustrating because like he'll make a fantastic defensive play and then get cooked the next series down. He got cracked and dunked on on one play last (laughs) night. He shot an air ball on the other jump. 
Unreal. It was a beautiful rotation. They had the they had the ball movement like the Warriors. They get up court to him. He wide open for a three in the corner. Air ball. He pump fakes it. <laughs> to, instead of just catching and shooting, he pump fakes, got the defender on him, takes a contested shot, and then air balls Yo, it. Yo, Caldwell Pope is like, fucking crazy. Yo, he though. turned down $84 million. He's going to be sick this summer. Crazy. He turned How down $84 million. How was that an million. offer? Detroit said, you know what? That's cool. We're going to get you out of here. Uh, Avery Bradley. <laughs> Every Bradley on line one. I told y'all yesterday, you, the Lakers blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> I was going off on them pussies yesterday. It's like, yo, do y'all fucking have shooting practice? <laughs> yo, Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers straight block. I'm a Lakers fan. They straight blocked me on Twitter. I feel some type of way about that. Yo, somebody, something else. Somebody. I was going off on them on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? Luke Walton don't be awake during the game. Yo, he got the worst rotations I've ever seen. Why do you have the best players on your team coming off the bench? Best players and the worst fucking rotations, man. It, it's fucking insane. But oh, one last point before we get out of here. Have you listened to Chris Brown's new album yet? I've been listening to it all day. It's Holy good as shit. shit. It's good as shit. Tempo, that John, uh, what's the John with uh with A one? Sensei. Like to yo, my bed, all that yo, shit. Yo, it's out. some fucking records on that shit. Oh my god. He he gold already. Yeah. He I went gold that. in the week. They said he about to go platinum. He already did over four hundred million streams as of last Damn. week. As of last week, because and Joe Button said it perfectly. He was like, yo, he said, in list, he said, in looking for the songs that I like, I end up listening to shit that I thought that I didn't like, and now I like that too. So I'm listening to all this shit. Did you see Joe Buttons and uh, Act talking about the Meek shit? I didn't particularly appreciate it. Act been going hard as shit. He, I mean, he has an issue. Like, he has an issue with Meek or whatever. It's like some personal I'm like, shit. I'm like, maybe I'm reading too much into it. No, but, you're not. No, it just seems like he's it's like, like, it's like he's, he's like over, like, almost like overdoing his job in some sort of pursuit to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, put his stamp on, like, whatever the situation is. And, yeah, it's just like, yo. And, and for Joe Budden, it's like, dog, you've been in the system before. You had supervised probation and community service and all that shit. And it's just like they're just making it seem like the lawyer just full of shit. And it's just like it just was weird. The way that they were covering it was weird. And it just like it kind of angered me a little bit because I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, like we said in the beginning of the show, he's a dickhead, yes. He's a nuisance, yes. He's not a criminal. And for y'all to be acting like – it's okay for the judge to get him two to four and that you not surprised. It's like his lawyer was surprised. The fucking yeah. minority owner of the Sixers, Jay-Z, was surprised. Yeah. And they in this, they a part of the situation and they surprised. How aren't you surprised? Yeah. How do how you become this legal expert all of a sudden? Could you watch 10,000 episodes of SVU or some shit? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, academics? Get Real the fuck out of here. Lakers two highest scorers tonight. Clarkson and Randall off the bench, other than Brooke Lopez. Yo, Brooke Lopez' feet don't work. He looked good for like two, three games there out of nowhere, his though. His feet don't work. Lonzo got, what, eight, eight, and eight? Yeah, but he's three for ten. He, like, his shot is, like, broke. His, he's like, I, you know, his brother in jail in China. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm attributing to right now. Because it's like, yo, Brother's bro. book, man. Yeah, it's like, yo, bro, your shit is not cooking. <laughs> yo, his shit is broke. He was, like, four for 14 last night. Yeah. My, my homie texted me like, yo, so much your man. I'm like, brother in jail, man, in China. He's like, man, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Nigga been broke all fucking money. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey, I don't fucking know. But you it's gotta like, get it together, they gotta, man. They're going to have to put Lonzo in uh, like some type of shooting practice or something. Like, because that shit is not the fuck working right now. And they be daring him to shoot. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. Because, and that that's the crazy part with the NBA right now. It's like, 
is a scoring point guard league, yeah. so you have to be able to score. It's almost like he's putting his team at a disadvantage because he can't score and they can't convert on the passes. So it's twofold because he has eight assists right now. He probably should have 14. So there's games where he legitimately probably would have had 20 assists if they wasn't just complete dog shit around him or whatever. So it's making it that much harder and putting that much more pressure on his shot because they know, all right, you can't shoot. That's not your first option. These niggas can't shoot neither. So when you pass it to them, nine times out of ten, they not gonna, or eight times out of ten, they not going to convert on this shit. Yeah, so sure. just shoot. Fuck it. Hopefully he get it together, man. Free Leangelo, stupid ass. Yeah, dickhead of the year candidate. Leangelo and, and, and them. <laughs> yeah, and them. <laughs> Imagine being locked up abroad and you just in them. Yeah, crazy, right? Like, I got a career, too. Yeah, no, you in them. Yeah. You locked you you Leangelo and them, Jello and them. Shit bad out here. As always, uh... Make sure y'all go to our website, therealestmerchever.com. Buy a shirt, buy a hat. I think you can still spin the wheel. I could be wrong for a discount. I don't know. Paris, correct me if I'm wrong, if you could still spin the wheel or not. Um, we had some decent sales month last month. Um, if y'all know anybody want to sponsor the show, let us know. And um, we are coming up on one-year anniversary soon. January 18, 2017 was our original one year. So we got about uh, exactly like 10 weeks or whatever. Yeah, about that. about nine, ten weeks or whatever, and um, we're supposed to be working on our one year anniversary event with like a big company that I'm uh, I'm good friends with. So we'll keep y'all posted with all of that, and we want to do a live show for the one year also. That would be lit. Yeah, hopefully it all works out. Hear that? Just live show. I got two words for you: live show, and I got two more words for you: sponsorship. Yeah, that's uh, all I got. I'm Matt. That's Chad. T R P E. Episode 40. I know what episode it is this week. <laughs> Amazingly. Um, follow me on Twitter, man. Matt makes me sick. Follow me on Twitter at underscore. My Twitter, my Twitter been blowing up lately. Yeah, I, I love Twitter now, man. My Twitter is, <laughs> I, I like Twitter. Twitter is fun. So I got away from all the silliness. and yeah. it's, just, it's just good interactions, good laughs and shit. But uh, we're out. We done. Peace. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.